When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We're bringing you two this week. That's how we roll. Everyone's like, how come it's a podcast only once a week? Guess what, people? I've answered your prayers. We're doing two this week. I'm here with one of the greatest uh, UFC icons, Eve Edwards. How's it going, buddy? I'm good, man. How's it going, Adam? I'm good, yes. Uh, as well as beautiful, badass, hot, she wears the hottest outfit I've ever seen in, in the cage. Too bad her boyfriend is eight foot four and psycho. Colleen Schneider, how are you? We're psycho. I'm great. Yes. Thanks, Adam. Thank you. And we have CB Gold as well. CB, how are you, buddy? I'm alive. That's, that's very comforting. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, by the way, Colleen, so let's get started with you. Uh-oh. I was at your last fight. It was Bellator. You whooped that girl's ass. I did. You got her down in the first, stopped it. However... It, was, it wasn't on TV. I, I was the only one in the crowd. It was me. I was going to say you had to be one of Thanks, only like Adam. three people still there. I, I was actually the ref for the fight. I, oh, I was okay. actually in I was in the cage. That was it. What happened? It was crickets. What happened? Uh, I was supposed to be on the prelims, at the end of the prelims. And then when I got to the actual arena, they told me that I was – my match was basically floating. I might be prelims and I might be postlims. So I did my – Full warm-up, literally was wrapped, about ready to walk out, um, and that was supposed to be the next fight, and then they called it and said, we have to wait, do the televised portion, you're going on after. So I went and took a nap for about 45 minutes, then got up and started to warm up again. You really took a nap? Yeah. You were able to sleep knowing you were going to fight? I did two full warm-ups for that fight. (laughs) You were able to sleep. Now, what if you would have overslept and no one, like... Really? You don't think one of my coaches would have okay, right, right, like, hey, right. Colleen, you have to fight. But you're, even though like your nerves are going, you're that excited, you're able to still take a nap? No, I'm pretty... I mean, I've done this shit for a long time, man. I'm pretty chill. Right. <laughs> I'm good. Right. Now, how did you feel about that fight, though? The fight itself, great. Like, everything I've been working on, I did. The whole, you know, the, the Gator Rules to the Anaconda, the whole Front Choke series, I've been working on a ton lately. So, the fight itself went great. I just wish that Bellator had a... Put on prelims rather than postlims. Now, what happens with your sponsors? Because I know people are sponsoring you, hoping you get on TV. Now, do you tell them, hey, bad news? Like, do they get mad at you or anything? Or No, everyone was super cool about it. How can they get mad at her? It's not her fault. I, I know, but you, you not be, everyone's But we're talking about MMA reasonable. sponsors, though. Sometimes you're not exactly the, like, the brightest girl in the yeah, box. Or they don't, I mean, I can see people <laughs> not understand. Or, or them saying, oh, well, well we, we, we paid you to be on TV. You know what I'm saying? You know how that, it goes sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but they were all cool? Yeah, yeah. Everyone was cool with it. So hopefully nice. I'm on the televised portion next time. You should be on that. I mean, you you murdered that I, chick. I agree. You did though miss weight yeah, by four and a half pounds. Yeah. What happened? Three? No, three pounds. I was weighed by three pounds. Three pounds. What happened? Uh, so the uh, my opponent pulled out a week and a half before they were looking for a few different people for me, and then they found me someone a weight class up. Okay. So I was literally a week before the fight gaining weight because I thought I was fighting at 135. And then a few, three or four days before, she pulled out. They were trying to find someone else. They thought it was still going to be at 35, and then they found someone at 25. So 
three days before the fight, I had to go back down to 25. Oh, so, so you now you can't get fined for that, right? Or no, did you? I can because it's not Bellator's choice. It's CSAC, and they don't give a fuck. So I lost 20% of my purse for it. Uh, Wait, so Chrissy Daniels was third? It was Rebecca Ruth, and there was somebody in between? Yeah. So why, why wouldn't you uh, ask for the fight at the I original did. weight? And I what asked, was I it? asked for it. I asked for her to do a catchweight even at 130, and yep. she refused to. Her camp said that she was underweight, and then I go down to weigh-ins. Um, you know, it's rolling weigh-ins from 9 to 11. I went down at 1030 to weigh-in, and the commissioner goes, your girl's overweight. She's I don't know if she's going to make it or not. She's, like, working her ass off to try and make the weight. So they, they totally lied and just didn't want to do a catchweight with me. But Now, when you have three opponents in a week, are you just – Watching tape of everybody, or are you just at that point saying "fuck it"? Who's ever in front of me? I'm gonna no, I just got to a point where I was like, "fucking somebody, somebody get in the cage with me." I just want to fight, you know, because I'd done a full camp. It'd been eight months since you seem like a pretty last. even keel girl. Is there another part of Colleen we don't know? Are you are you storming around the house angry? <laughs> Killed a chicken. I, is there, what's going on? No, I love my chickens. So, are you? Are you? Is there a lot of mood swings that are going? No, I mean, I'm I'm pretty even keeled in general. I think everyone gets a little emotional, like at the end of a fight camp. You've been going so hard, and you're fuck doing your whole weight cut. You have moments where you're like, I'm just gonna cry for no reason. Now, is, is, I bet Eve cries all the time. <laughs> now, right? Like, is, yeah, but it's not because of weight. Yeah. <laughs> well, why do you cry? Life is hard. Oh, can I tell you? Can I tell you guys? Wait, wait, can I tell you this non sequitur? Sure. I watched the original John Wick for the first time last night. Have yes. you seen that movie? I, I got halfway through it for the first time. I'm okay, for one, it. it's phenomenal. But the part in the beginning where they kill the dog, I was so they killed, I just busted out bawling, like, and they killed the like, body. I'm crying. like, fuck you guys. <laughs> oh yeah, the dead, like, dead puppy. I was so it, sad. The, the puppy was the puppy was acting. Dozens, no, I, I, dozens, I, I, and dozens I, I, of humans die in that movie, like, and it's like, oh whatever. But the dead puppy, dude, it, <laughs> like, yeah, it was so sad. Yeah. That's like whenever I see a homeless guy with a dog, I, you give him money, but not for the homeless guy. Yeah. I just I feel bad. He feeds the dog. Yeah. I just feel bad for the dog. Like, my mom, my mom tells me all the time. She's like, you know, they take better care of the dog than they do themselves. I'm like, well, I fucking hope so. Because I'd Someone, be pissed. Some comic had a joke. He's like, the dog's probably thinking, this is the longest walk ever. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta, I, I gotta, gotta I gotta put a uh, shameless plug in here. Um, even Steven, yep. we're, we're, we're putting it out today and um, that we reviewed John Wick 2. Really? On oh, that, nice. That. nice. So what did you guys you check it out. Um, or should I watch? <laughs> you should, you should watch and listen. Even you have to check out Even Steven <laughs> yeah. and, and get all that information. And if you're not listening, if you haven't, you know, Even Steven is the name of Eve Edwards' podcast. It's all about his life. He's working with him and this like stunt guy. They come out of the closet together. And, uh, <laughs> no, no, that, doesn't, that doesn't actually happen. But 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 yeah. So Wait, we stay in the closet. We stay in the closet. <laughs> now, by the way, I got to talk to you about about the Josh Thompson fight. So. At, uh, up until last Friday, last Saturday, you were the only guy to stop Josh Thompson in an MMA fight, uh, and this guy also in Bellator did it. Uh, yeah. you, are you are you upset about this? Does this? I'm not upset about it. I just wonder why everybody took so long to figure it out. That's how you beat the guy. You just knock him out. <laughs> just knock him out. Just knock him out. <laughs> As opposed to other fighters, what do you, what do you mean that yeah. anybody you could just knock him out by winning? <laughs> yeah, no, um, it's just I mean Josh is he's he's a tough cat, man. And it's thir- what was it like thirteen years ago that we fought, and um, for him to to fight the names that he's fought in that time frame and and not be stopped again, I mean he's doing something right, you know what I mean? But Patricky Pitbull figured it out, so congrats to him for that. Now. Some of these guys like Koscheck, uh, uh, now Thompson, guys that you started with, 
even maybe, probably even before some of these guys. Would, I was fighting in '97 yeah, when right. Bill Clinton was president. Right. right. <laughs> uh, now, do you look at these some of these guys and go, "Why are you still doing this?" Or do you get envious, going, "Man, I should be in there." Um, there's so many guys, so it's both of those things yeah. happen. <laughs> um, guys like Koscheck, I'm like, you know, his chin is failing every test it takes now, and um, you, you want to? I mean, he's one of these guys that helped build the sport, especially the time frame that he came in and and, and the changes that that his style helped um, kind of show what MMA is about. Um, but then you look at guys like Josh, and, and they're still durable. They can still fight. I mean, Patricky Pitbull knocks guys out. That's what he does. So um, it's, it really doesn't say that Josh is towards the end of his rope. That's you know He fought a guy with knockout power, and yes, he got clipped. But he's also been 13 years without being taken out by anybody. It's so, so hard to bet on these guys when they take three years off. Because like, I try to like sometimes parlay it, and you, you never know. Yeah. I mean, like I was, I was certain... That Mark Hunt was going to knock out Brock Lesnar in the first five minutes of that. Are you fight. crazy? I was, I was like, listen, this guy's taking six years off. Hunt, he, he's, he's obviously doesn't like getting hit. This guy's going to. I was certain that that. And then he went out and just dominated Mark. Yeah, I mean, he's been grabbing and throwing around other two hundred plus pound men for the last six years, and 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 for the entirety of his adult life so like that's what he's going to do with mark hunt and you know that's not mark hunt's strength you thought that was going to happen i knew i yeah. knew that that he was going to wrestle but like that was going to brock doesn't like getting hit no he, he doesn't, doesn't. Deal with it well and hunt's good at hitting people <laughs> but it does i mean it it yeah, doesn't I mean, take I, much I to just dart for those legs he's big powerful but he's really explosive yes. so as as soon as he gets into that range he's tying up and it's hard for Mark Hunt to get any range to land those punches. He was all over him that fight, you know? Now, do you, now Hunt is, like, suing the UFC, saying they knew that he was on steroids. They still put it forward. It put him in danger. you think he has a legitimate case or, or no? If they knew, yes. I mean, if, if, the, if the test had come back... Um, but they have good lawyers, though, man. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so your question is, does he, I mean, the question should be, does he have a legitimate case or can he get the right lawyers? Yeah. Because that's what it's all about. When, when, it, comes to, when it comes to fighting these big corporations and whatnot, it's, it's all about who you can get to. Now, to it came out today, Bellator is yeah. the UFC. Uh, CB, what's going on with that? I figured you would know about this. Are you serious? Yeah. I had no idea. Fail, CB, fail. I, I can't. Know. Wow. CB, what are you doing? You playing video games all night? What's going fucking on? Fucking emergency room, man. I, I, that was two days ago. So since then... Yeah, I don't, I don't, I've just been fucking sleeping when I get... Are you okay? I'm not doing it. Right. Yeah, Bellator is suing the UFC to prevent access to documents in antitrust suit. So uh, basically wait, in 2015... Wait. Uh, class action antitrust lawsuit was filed against the UFC. Mm-hmm. It is ongoing and argues that the league crippled the market and created an environment where fighters were unable to fight anywhere anywhere else. Suit accuses the UFC of running an illegal scheme to eliminate competition from would-be rival MMA promoters. And then it goes on and on and on. And then now it's saying that Bellator basically is... Uh, this is a long-ass article, but uh, yeah. So is this separate from the whole Nate Corey, John Fitch, that whole no, no, uh, no, 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 no. lawsuit? No. UFC, so basically it's saying that... Uh, the, the, the suit uh, accuses the UFC of running an illegal scheme to eliminate blah, 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 like I said, promotions. Uh, the UFC has subpoenaed its competitors for contract and financial information, presumably to demonstrate that other contracts, notably Bellator, were similar in their exclusivity, or as has been alleged many times, a more restrictive still. Uh, Ron Clements has a story of Sporting News. UFC main competitor Bellator then filed a lawsuit Wednesday seeking to quash those subpoenas. So they basically can't get Bellator's... Uh, you know, paper Contract. contracts. Yeah, so that's basically what's going on. 
So, uh, since none of us are lawyers, moving right on. All right, so that, that is happening, though. The, one, not to do with that, but something that the UFC announced the other day, which I wanted to propose to you, Eve, because I know that you know you work with guys sometimes at ATT and whatnot. The UFC is now taking away the ability uh, of them sending fight tape to yeah. camps. Yeah. So, if like you know, if you were fighting and you were fighting whatever lightweight, Eddie Alvarez, you can't get his tape from the UFC of his prior fights. You have to get a Fight Pass subscription now. And because they, they went out and which, they said which it. Which they don't even give to UFC fighters. No, no you they, have to they pay. Do. You, they do. Josh pays for his. Which Josh? Barnett. Wow. Is he still in the yeah. contract? Yeah. They say he, you have yeah, to he pay should get one. As soon as, as soon as I retired, they, they canceled mine. The really? <laughs> they say now that you have to pay for it, the 10 bucks a month, and that's how you study your fight, the fight, uh, the fighter you're going to fight. Isn't that crazy? Like, why cheap well, out on something like that? Well, there's 500 people on the roster. So that's $5,000 they're losing every month. That's not that much money. And not, five, not all those 500 <laughs> fighters are fighting that month. Basically, 30 are fighting that month, uh, if that. And, uh, you yeah, know, but I mean, it's a subscription. About the subscription money. Yeah. Right? Oh, come on. Did they really need the. Uh, yeah, that's no, ridiculous. I'm, I'm more saying, <laughs> bottom line. I'm more saying the removal of fight. Like, they don't send you footage, so you can't study unless you go on Fight Pass and go, okay, I'm fighting Eddie Alvarez. Let's look at his fight. Isn't that crazy? That, that is crazy. And, Eve, how much did you study your opponents when you fought them? Uh, the beginning of camp, yeah, and then you kind of just watch them a little bit. But yeah, I, for me, I didn't, I didn't like to to study too much. I would study at the beginning of camp. You kind of kind of get an idea what you need to do and and what what you need to watch out for. And then yeah, every so often you kind of want to go back and look at it, but. It's not like school where you read it every day or you Could it go be counterproductive sometimes where you're looking Same for something you. too much? Yeah, absolutely. Because um you you just kind of want to get a, a feel for how the guy moves. You you let your coaches worry about his tendencies and 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 what what openings he leaves often. You don't want to watch it all the time because you don't want to be in there looking for those specific things. Yeah, you want to look for the things that you've been drilling and training for, but you don't want to look for him to react a certain way because that's that timing is completely different. Colleen, what's one fight you wish you could have back? Avenger. Tanya, yeah, that was a good fight. I was there. I would love to fight her again. You were so close. Some of those kicks you had were like, oh man, they were inches—not even inches, less than inches. Just from like, yeah, that was crazy. That was. What would you do differently if you fought her again? Uh, my ground game's a lot better, more, and I think I was too <laughs> cautious of her wrestling offense when I fought her that I wasn't aggressive enough. Do you think she wins the rematch against that Russian chick? I would love to see the Russian chick win that rematch again because I think that uh, the ruling on her contesting it was bullshit. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know who wins that rematch. I haven't seen much of the Russian girl fight. There's not much footage of her. Tanya's so funny. I asked. Better her, get like, fight pass. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya's so funny. I asked Tanya. I'm like, are you going to the awards this year? And she's like, are there going to be hoes there? Uh, like that was <laughs> that was what, like Tanya. I, I got to admit, I, I wish she lived closer because she is a cool like like it's like hanging out with a dude. I, now, not that girls are not fun to hang out with, but like anything. <laughs> I love how you but you like, qualifying. But anything could, you, anything goes with that girl. Like she's way more of a man than I am. Uh, Jesus, I mean, uh, you agree? Yeah, she probably has a bigger dick than you too. Wow. That's, <laughs> I actually I I saw her ex girlfriend. And uh, this little Mexican girl that she dated, the woman was like 105 pounds. She came to my show with her. She's like, I came with Tanya. I'm like, oh, you were ex-girlfriend. She was at that combate fight I saw you at last week. Oh, okay. 
Now your uh, Josh's girl won. Or not your Alyssa, girl. Alyssa Garcia won. Yes. yes, it was a close fight. It was. Oh, I thought she won. I thought she won two rounds to one. But yeah, yeah. she beat Kiana Rain. Yeah. Now that was crazy. Have you been to this combate? It was. At the- I've been to. One or two of them, but I didn't go last week. Small tier MMA shows are like so much better in some ways. At the same time, there's a lot more danger involved <laughs> because like shit might just start going crazy. Like it just seems like it, it's crazy. At that Bellator fight I was at, there was, there was a fight between uh, the one you were at, the, the one you fought at, the Chael fight. There was a fight between after Paul Paul Daly won. Like his corner got into a fight with somebody else. Oh, yeah, someone in the crowd. Yeah, like another like the. The Another corner like or something? Camp or something. The other guys <laughs> camp. They like, got to a fight like right outside the uh, the cage. Yelling at each other fight? No, like swinging. Actually... There was swinging involved. I actually yeah. missed it because I was somewhere else. I was like interviewing someone. My little brother told me. He was well, there. The fight of the night at one of those WSOF events was Khabib and Dagestan versus the Diaz in 209. My I mean. friend Tracy, that was her first fight she ever went to. And that, that was, of course, the fight where Nick Diaz... Yeah. They fought the entire Dagestan. They fought in the arena, and then they fought in the casino. <laughs> Which is crazy, because like, Stockton is like the Dagestan of the U.S. It's like, <laughs> just a place. It's just, that was insane. But all right, so uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, UFC. Uh, there's a, a couple. There's a Bellator fight this weekend. I don't know if you're aware of it. It's in Ireland. Uh, what's, what's the main event? It's the Liam McGeary versus McDermott, I think, now. Yeah, it's his third opponent. Yeah, yeah, he was supposed to fight, I guess, Chris Fields, and before that, there was somebody else. Is, isn't he the guy that AJ McKee wants to fight? Who, Liam? Yeah. No, Liam no. was the guy that beat Tito. He was oh, the champion. Oh, sorry, you're talking about two of Okay. And then, James Gallagher's the one that Gallagher, AJ that's McKee the name. Phil was. Davis beat Liam. He's fighting, too. I didn't realize how big Liam was until he fought Phil Davis, because Phil Davis is a big guy, and he made Phil look small. Uh, he's a big guy. He's like six five. He's big, he's, huge, he's big two hundred five. But that's the problem is just that you know, uh, MMA in England and even Ireland, uh, unless you get like a guy like Conor McGregor who just like defies logic, it, until their wrestling catches up, they're always going to have a problem because Liam, like Liam versus Phil Davis, is a perfect example of how American wrestling is just just. Di- I'm not. Well, there's also good wrestling in Russia and other places, but yeah. but. If you if you can't stop a takedown and, and you get an athletic guy like Phil Davis, who I believe would be good at any sport, uh, he's just going to dominate you. The, well, uh, the thing with like with Liam, I think with him, he got so comfortable with guys taking him down and him throwing up insane submissions. You know, the inverted bottom triangle he threw up on two guys, one being Tito, who's an incredible wrestler. He just got used to it, and he's like, all right, I'll let Phil take me down. And then just Phil just nullified the jiu-jitsu completely. Phil's a different sp- – he's got the wrestling, but he has the jiu-jitsu as well. But I, I do agree with you. You know, the, he gets comfortable, and, and unfortunately that's what happens. And I think also, same thing with – like you said, A.J. McKee wants this James Gallagher guy who fights on uh, this weekend as well. And I think A.J.'s wrestling background can nullify James Gallagher's game plan completely. Well, AJ is right now just like, uh, you know, part of the next wave of MMA of just guys that are good at everything. Uh, when your father is also Antonio Man, McGee. He's been in the gym since he was like, I remember AJ when he was like 12. You know, he's been in the gym since then. So he grew up there. And, and this, this, this generation of kids that grew up in the gym, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how they, how they change the game. AJ's problem, I think, is just going to be being too cocky. Yeah. He seems to like, Get in his head. I'm better than this guy, and that's just a dangerous game to play in mixed martial arts. Have you ever been too cocky in a fight? 
I would like to say no, but I've had so many of them, I can't remember. <laughs> Colleen, you? Have you ever had a girl that you're like, oh, I'm going to kill this chick, and then shit went bad? No. No? No. Hmm. Hmm. All right. <laughs> uh, so this next week is the UFC uh, 209. Uh, I can't wait. It's how like, is how is Nick or Nate not yeah. on that card? <laughs> yeah, two oh nine, right? <laughs> it's been said so many times, but it's so true. Like, I never even thought of it until you said it. Right? You only got one shot. What's also like, crazy is like how bad two oh eight was and how good two oh nine is. And I understand people fall yeah, in and fall out. Two oh eight with the Holly and the, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm lucky. I didn't I I only saw I really saw Dustin's fight. I didn't see any we left right now. How's after his leg that. by the way? Have you t- talked to him? I actually talked to him on the way here and his his leg's good, he's checking like just gotta get his ligament get cleared for the ligament damage, which is just time. So he's good and, and he's thinking about fighting again soon, so if and if that works out, it'll be a good fight. Now, who does Dustin want next? He wants someone ranked above him. Yeah. You know, he wants to, to get Whatever it takes to get to the title shot. Were you in his corner for the Connor fight? No. Oh. No. He's one of those guys, Dustin Poirier, that like, like, you just, like, it's so hard to call a fight with him because you just, he's either going to just fucking wreck somebody or he'll get knocked out by Mike. I remember remember I texted, I think, Dean against Michael uh, Michael Johnson, Johnson? Dean, and I'm like, hey, how's Dustin look? He, He goes, he's as sure as a... As as a as a hundred percent pick as you can get, the, 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 John's is not going to beat this everybody guy. picked play. And then, uh, and then we saw what happened. Yeah, I mean that's the thing when when you get hit though, <laughs> you know anybody anybody with those little gloves can go to sleep. Um, but that's that's kind of how Dustin was fighting this fight with Jim Miller. Um, trying not to get wild and reckless because he he he's a fighter at heart, but he's a smart kid. He's not really a kid anymore, but he's smart when it comes to fighting also. But there are times when emotion takes over and he just wants to sit down and throw and show and prove who's a bigger man, you know? So, so I think when he gets that under complete control, you saw him control it much better in this fight, you know? Um, the beginning of the fight, he started out, he was fighting, um, strategically. And then it's, there's a couple points when he just kind of got into a brawl, but, um, he was able to bring it back and rein it in. That's going to take some time, but maybe in the next fight, you'll see it. Biggest opponent. Everybody who he's faster than, he beats. And then it's like Johnson, Connor, you know, anybody who has an edge on speed, that's who he has trouble with. I mean, it's everyone's opponent, right? But Yeah, I mean, speed kills, right? Yeah. yeah. I, gotta say, I was thinking about you the other day. I was thinking about you and Josh and how crazy your sex life must be. Because Hold on, hold on. Make sure you, because you went straight from me. And, you, <laughs> and so make sure you right, explain what I'm, you do. I'm, I'm talking to Colleen right now. Okay. No, um, no, he, he was looking straight at Eve when he said that. Yeah, no, I was, I was like, I don't have sex with Josh Thompson. No, right. Well, you, well, you kind of made him, uh, he was sort of your bitch. All right, so, so listen, now. Oh, shit. You said it. All right, so uh, now is it, because you seem like a, a pretty cool chick, but who's just down for things. Am I right? Like you seem like the How kinda, sturdy is your dog? All right, let me let me finish, CB. Okay, you seem like the kind of girl. I like this all started with I was thinking about you the other day. So this is what Adam was running through his head. <laughs> no, but I was thinking that like you seem like uh-huh. a cool chick, but you're pretty much down for like for your man. Like if your man's like, hey, listen, today let's dress up as bunnies or something or some kind of crazy. Yeah, you know about our whole furry fetish? Yeah, told you yes, about that. I, uh-huh. He did tell me last time he was uh-huh. here. All right, so I'm glad that's public. Man. Now, does he play Megadeth? <laughs> and just just is it hardcore? Like when you know when you come home 
and there's this like you know angry music. Is it is it go time or angry music is just it's just standard. It's Josh. That's the standard, yeah. right? Right. Okay. So Me- that, Megadeth would be like soft metal. That's uh, was, okay. So he's more like AFI kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, totally. What? He so, loves AFI. I actually I actually fucking love AFI, and Josh hates it. So oh really? Sometimes when I want to drive him crazy, I'll play AFI. Okay. So 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 all right. So that's how you get mad at him. You like. Josh gets angry. You put on the AFI. That's kind yeah. of yeah. Well, no, when it's go time, we'll put on some like Hall and Oates. Oh, that's see, that that would make sense to me. Is that you guys have sex? Do you have sex to Hall and Oates? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what goes on? Privatized. Really private? Wow, you actually know the song. That's crazy. So you and Josh have sex to Hall and Oates. That's. That's, that's that makes sense. That's good. Uh, that's good. All right. Okay. And are, are there are there like there's got to be bondage. Why involved. why were you thinking about this? I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking how because I like Josh, but and he was here a couple weeks ago. But I, like he's one of these people that like I told you, if he wasn't a fighter, he'd be Dexter. I, I could see mm-hmm. that he would have mm-hmm. a list and he'd go around killing you know bad criminals. I could see him killing people that deserve to be killed. Right? That's sort of... Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Okay. We can smell our own, and I agree with that. Yes. Oh, <laughs> We can smell our own. You, you would be on his list. Okay, so... <laughs> no, why would anyone want to kill CB? No, I don't want except for, uh, you know... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's... Okay, all right. Uh, can we finish that sentence except for who? Nobody want to kill you, except for maybe uh, your parents for not moving out. Okay, but but anyway, we're here. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, Every episode, man, and I've I'm been kidding. out for 10 years. I know, I know. Actually, one person did try to kill me. Who, are you your ex-girlfriend, right? Yeah. Your ex-girlfriend. Actually tried to kill you? Yeah. How? With a knife. How? She tried to stab me. What kind of knife? Uh, a shitty one. It was his own autograph. So I'm not trying got... to say, was she really trying or was no, it like she was a really trying. And then she got the crocodile hunter to actually autograph the knife. And go to my parents' house and kill them and kill my dog. Yeah. She... So you date psychopaths. And, well, that was the day we broke up. And when I broke up with her, she freaked out. And then uh, she went to jail for a little while. Nice. No big Holy deal. Holy shit, <laughs> I pick winners, <laughs> and sort of a. So so anyway, so so, so uh, by the way, no, they uh, pick wallets. Uh, how how are you doing? I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. You didn't introduce me on the show. I'm kind of sad. Oh, sorry about so that. So I'm just sitting in the back. I kind of feel awkward sitting behind you guys, but it's no big deal. I've been out for a couple weeks, so I got some stuff I want to talk about today. But we'll get into it later. Oh no. Any any new dating stories, Joe? Oh, we'll get into it. Okay. He actually makes CB look normal, <laughs> like, like that story you just heard. It's very difficult to do. Wait, hold on. What do you mean? Oh, sorry. I got the wrong number. We're calling Uriah Hall right now. Uriah actually has taken a leave of absence from MMA to find himself, I believe. Uh, so we got to talk to him about that. Because um, like he Uriah. looked in the hallway. Stats guy. What? All right, so, um, <laughs> crickets. <laughs> hey, out of every ten, seven. You just walked the crickets. That's how bad that was. The crickets walked out of the room. Out of every, ten, out of every ten, seven fell. That's true. That's, that's actually my, that's my quote, right? I, I use a lot of your quotes, Adam. You're oh. inspirational. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's very nice, CCB. You're a good kid. All right, so we're, we're calling Uriah Hall right now. Hey, Uriah Hall. Yeah. Oh, shit. What's up, man? What's up? You're on the MMA Roasted <laughs> Podcast. It is me, Eve Edwards. Uh, we have Joe the Kid Perez, Colleen Schneider, CB Gold. How are you, man? I'm good. Eve, my man. What's up? Not much. What's going on, Uriah? How are you living, player? 
he, he's like the calmest dude ever. He's like, yo, he just won the lottery. Oh, that's great, man. That's, that's amazing. He's I think so it's calm, bro. I think it's because he's from the Bahamas, right? Yeah, but he's from Jamaica. Yeah, oh, he's from Jamaica. So, uh, do you guys have beef, being that you guys are both island guys, or no? <laughs> no. Who? Oh, no. Beef? We have no beef. Uh, but, uh, but, now, but like, historically, are Jamaicans and Bahamians, are they... No. Oh, no, no, no. That's just, that's just women. Island women are just crazy. <laughs> that's yeah. true. They don't like each other. And they, you can't mess around with island women. You better not cheat on one. They'll cut your dick off. Wait, I can say that. Yeah, right? you can say that totally. Yeah, absolutely. Now, okay, now cool. Uriah, I've actually, uh, I've talked to a lot of a couple girls that you've actually run through. Uh, you've, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> you're you're kind of the man in in like the SoCal dating scene. Like you 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 play it very smooth, but then you go down in like the DMs, correct? I go down in the DMs sometimes. Yes. No, 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 no. I said that wrong. I used to go down DMs. Okay, so now you have a that girlfriend. Was before I was educated, but right. I, I wouldn't do one of those. Oh, I'm in New York, as you can hear. There's always just loud shit for no fucking reason. Right. Hold on. Right. These motherfuckers, man. <laughs> and there's not even shit going on. <laughs> so, so you used to go down to the DMs, but now you're more of a. Do you have a girlfriend or a wife? What's going on? No, I'm. You know what? I. No, I don't, I'm single. Um, yeah, I'm single, man. I'm. 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 Uh, I'm focused on me. Good. You know? Now, anybody got time for that? But if you find your significant other, man, run with that shit because that's hard to find these days. You know. That's true. Now, do you mostly go for white girls, black girls, Mexican chicks? I tell you what. Uh, hold on a second. What? You took me I'm to the wrong side? About other people's this sex lives today. Of course. <laughs> My little brother's taking me for food. I'm sorry. No problem. Well, actually, white girls, they tend to go for me. I don't know if it's a chocolate thing. Yeah. But... Um, Mexicans, I did one in my life. I'll never do that again. Nothing against them. She was just very short and it was very weird. Uh, black girls, they mad at me because they'll be seeing me with my white friends and they be getting mad as a motherfucker for no reason. They yeah. start shaking. Yep. What the fuck you doing all of good black men, you know? That's, that's, yeah, which is weird because white girls don't get mad if you're a black girls, you know? I don't know. They're, they're excited. <laughs> but you know what? It's all about communication. You just got to communicate with someone, I think. That's the mature level. You got to communicate and when you communicate... You know, you can build. You can build trust. You can build all that other stuff. I, 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 absolutely, man. Absolutely. Now, I, I was expecting Uriah to, to answer with a typical island man answer and just be like, man, I'm like Captain Kirk. I'll fuck a green bitch. You'll fuck a, really? Wait, what? No, that's, I, I've heard that before. He said that he was expecting you to, to answer like a typical island person and say you're like Captain Kirk and you'll fuck a green bitch. So. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I'm one of those 1%. I'm that one percent, bro. Yeah, he's that one percent. He, 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 he it's like Jamaicans, you know. Jamaicans. I'm Jamaican. Yeah, Jamaicans like to wear a lot of bright ass clothes and shit. I don't know if they, I don't know if Jamaicans are trying to be noticed, but Jamaicans love black colors. But I don't like black colors because I want to be hidden. Right, right, right. So, but, all right, because we'll go to fighting for a little bit. Um, so, how are you, man? Are you are you training every day? Are you, uh, when's your next fight? You making a comeback? What's going on? So, I'm in New York City. Uh, I came out here because a buddy of mine passed away at stage four cancer. Sorry. I was actually trying to make it before he passed, and he actually passed. In the midst of all that, man, a couple of folks have been dying around me, and I think that mature mindset was just saying, you know, maybe you should settle out and all that stuff, and you know, focus on the important things, the important people, because I think as you get older, you start to realize what's important, who's important, 
And one of the most important things I realized is time. That's the only thing people should be fighting for because you can never get that back. And it's what you invest in that time, who you invest that time with. And at a point in my life, you know, I, I kind of thought about retiring too, but one of my buddies said, dude, you can't retire. You haven't even tapped into your real ability. And then, of course, with a couple of losses, whether it was me being sick or me feeling that the fight was stopped early or not feeling as fair, it happened. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't motivate you. So I think it's just surrounding yourself with the right people and just getting back on board. I took a break to kind of figure out something I really want to do. And, uh, you know, one of my buddies had told me, stay away from it until you miss it. I'm starting to miss it. But she said, stay away until you miss it. And when you do miss it, miss it some more. So I haven't missed it that much yet. However, you know, I'm itching a little bit. And maybe July 4th, I want to get back on if they have that card. I mean, the thing is, you're so talented. You're one of these guys. And not, it's not just talent because you worked your ass off. But you're, you're such a fun fighter to watch, you know, and you're uh, – uh, you know you're capable of beating anybody, but then but then you said sometimes it was hard for you to find that that killer instinct, right? Yeah, I mean for me, you know, it's my background. I was really, you know, karate background is like, you know, you beat your opponent to a point where you almost kill him. So I guess UFC that mindset is like kill or be killed, and you have a nice guy like me that walks in. It's like wait a minute, you know. So it's something that I've learned to dealt with and. One of the most best, the best quote I ever heard was, you know, you have two lives. And the second one begins when you realize you have one. So it's like, you know, I have an amazing platform. Although the UFC sometimes, you know, you got to kind of bite down and maybe play the game a little bit and, you know, uh, stay committed to yourself because it's hard. You know, and sometimes people want to see character. Unfortunately, I'm on the line line. People are always going to be looking at you and judge you for teams and all that stuff. But no one really knows that. And it's not for them to know it. So it's just trying to really handle all of that and still trying to be true to myself and say, you know what, if I'm going to do this, I really got to really say fuck everybody else and just get out there and start knocking motherfuckers out. <laughs> uh, Eve, if you were uh, Uriah's coach, what would you tell him? Well, it all depends on, on where he's at. I mean, right now, as far as stepping away from it, yeah, step away from it and look back. But go back and watch some of your early stuff, kind of remind you of, of what this is to you and why you do it. That was told to me a long time ago. I didn't do it. And um, I, I that would be one piece of advice I would always recommend to people. Going, especially when you get to the highest level and you have some, some, some pro tr problems or troubles and you start thinking about maybe calling it quits or whatever it is, you kind of have to go back to what it was that, that, that made you want to do this in the first place. And seeing some of your early fights, that kind of takes you back to that time, kind of makes you remind you of what was going on in your life around that and why this fight was important. I mean, Adam Sella is still knocked out from you, by the way. He actually just woke up yesterday. That was, uh, that was, I think he's 100% right, man. I really actually took a break, and what I've been doing is I've been training for fun. Something that I haven't done in a long time. Like, I was on Breakable, I was training with Bamba, a couple of guys there, like Arnold, son. I was yep. actually doing it for fun. And when I started, you know, it was the fun aspect of it. And somewhere down the line, something switched where it became a job where I had to win and, you know, people got in my ear and the limelight and all that. And I was like, no, I don't commit to that. And I got uncomfortable, you know, and it took the fire away. It took the, the aggression, the, the hunger. And I'm like, well, I'm older now. I'm a little comfortable. Do I have to need that hunger again? And part of me feels like I do. But at the same time, the passion died. And I have to kind of reclaim that. And I think that's why. Yeah, man, I, I, I know as a comic, I could kind of, 
relate to you where just like uh, being on stage is the greatest feeling in the world, but all the shit around it, the business, the this, the that, watching this guy get that and that guy get that, that can really fuck with me. I, I know it fucks with me all the time. People, hey, I saw this guy on this TV show. Why aren't you on that? Or blah, blah, blah. But I know that just being on stage is what I'm was born to do. Do you have this kind of the same thing with yeah. fighting? Like, like when, you, when, when, you, when you're in there, you're having fun? Yeah, you know, I, I, I used to. It, 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 I, I felt like it's not fun. You know, I felt like it's, you know, it's like you got to win. You know, and I think I struggle with that. And then just having fun. When I was on the show, I think I was just at a, a really low place in my life where I lost a lot of my job. I bought a one-way ticket. You know, I didn't know I was going to get home, so I was determined. No one came out with me, and I was alone for the first time. So being that I was alone, it gave me that fire, you know, that hunger. I was like, literally, fuck everybody else. When I knocked out Adam Stella, my own team was looking at me differently. The other team was looking at me, and I was like, you know what, man, fuck all you guys. I'm here to win. And I bite down, and they had to beg me to stop training because I was so determined. And you know, after the show, I kind of lost that. And... But I remember when I started, it was just fun. It was just being creative. And I get bored easily, man. If you show me a move and it's too much, I'm like, all right, fuck it. But, I, I, you know, I need that stimulant where I'm creative. And if I'm not having fun, I can't be creative. So I think I just have to re-strategize myself, rethink where I'm coming from. And like you said, you know, just go back to the drawing board and, you know, watch my old fights. And I did, actually. You know, I was much more aggressive, brutal. I didn't care who you were. I was just knocking people out. I was like, oh, you good? All right, no problem. But it's just going back to that, the fundamental, because, you know what, at the end of the day, it's like Anderson Silva, you know, people looking at him like, dude, you're too old, you shouldn't just be doing this. Like, I mean, as an athlete, it's hard to have that gloves, you know, it's something that you've done so long, it's hard to just give it up. And I'm sure it's tough for him where he's got to bite down and still go out and have fun. He doesn't have that ego to get that belt. He's just trying to have fun. And it's hard for people to do that because people are still stuck in that old school mentality, like, Oh, Anderson Silva won. No, motherfuckers for him. At the end of the day, it's his life, so he has to do what makes him happy. I feel the same way too. I want to have fun. You know, I don't want to go out there with pressure, but it comes with it. So it's just balancing all that shit and just putting it together, and you know, doing work. That that first uh, Musasi fight, that that knockout when you had of him was like a video game. I mean, that was <laughs> that was insane. Well, now, I mean, you have so many of those highlight things. I remember one of your fights I was at when you broke your toe and you're backstage oh, and you're screaming like a little bitch. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you were screaming so loud. Oh, man. It was crazy. Hey, I was allowed, bro. I was allowed. The bone was so far out, I was allowed. Have you ever had sex with a girl who screamed that loud? Um, <laughs> you almost had me. <laughs> no comment, bro. I don't kiss and tell. No, uh, Colleen, what would you say to Uriah? Well, I, I feel like I relate a lot to what, what he's saying about going through, you know, in, in the beginning, you just fucking love it and it's fun and you're hungry. And then over time, the, the pressure builds, winning becomes more important. And then a lot of like the, the politics with, you know, say it's the UFC or whoever you fight for comes into play and that stuff starts to wear on you. And it starts to change how you feel about it. And some people become bitter or jaded or just lose their love for it. So I think you, like, I feel like everyone kind of goes through that when you've been fighting long enough. And you get to a point where you're like, you kind of need to step back and figure out why you're doing it. Maybe 
like fall back in love with it or get back to that feeling you had early in the sport and it's a uh, it's interesting to hear him talk about it because I feel like that is that's very much a thing that like happens as you as you spend time in the in the sport and people deal with it different ways but um yeah uh, I, I feel it I relate to it I like it yeah yeah you're you're right man just gotta fall in love with it again that's that's pretty much where I'm at because yeah. you know I have I feel like I have all these tools I haven't really used yet and I'm one of those guys I'm not gonna lie when I see red uh, it's hard for me to come back from it you know I'm, I'm nice but the moment I see that red I I zone out and I've done it a bunch of times whether it's in training or my past fight I'll just see that red and it scares me I'm not gonna lie it scares me sometimes because I don't want to lose myself and I self-threaten and in my mind as a martial artist you know which is all about balance I'm trying to balance it I'm trying to control that I'm trying to tap into that power of nothingness as they would call it so. It's deep, man. I mean, this is the, probably the most real, almost real interviews we've had, and I, I appreciate that, Uriah. Uh, no and, problem. Man. And I can't wait. Listen, whatever, whatever you decide to do, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. You know, I, I, remember, I remember when I first saw you on Cool Runnings. I, I, I was a fan back then, and um, I am, I'm a fan now. So uh, I'm always going to be in your corner, bro. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Um, I'm definitely a fan of yours. I know we haven't really stayed in touch as much, and I wasn't being a dick, but um, I know you're a fan of the sport. And, um, you know, uh, Heather actually talked a lot about you, so. Yeah, she's, man. She's, 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 she's good people. You should definitely yeah. bang her. But, uh, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you're right. When are you coming back to L.A.? Not water. Um, I'll be, I'm actually shooting something, uh, from the 1st to the 15th in Florida. I'm shooting a, a movie, so after that I'll be in Vegas. But I'm thinking I'm going to be in L.A. around maybe, maybe March, sometime in March. What movie are you shooting? It's an MMA movie. Um, I can't tell too much about it, but it's like I play, like, uh, the lead best friend, and apparently I'm kind of a dick, so <laughs> it's kind of cool because I'm a nice guy, so, but I'm a dick in the movie. Well, <laughs> nice. Well, good luck with that, man. And I will talk to you soon, man. Thanks, Adam. Take care. Take care, guys. Take, Take care, care, Uriah. It was Uriah Hall. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's, it's hard. It's like my, my, my wrestling coach in college used to say all the time, if you're not thinking about quitting, you're not working hard enough. Uh, I think I got quit a week later. But, uh, but, but I understand, man. I mean, this sport's brutal, especially for a guy like Uriah, you know, who um, is very emotional, uh, you know, gives it 100%. You know, and uh, I, I, like he said, I could, I could see him getting in his own way a lot of times, but he's also so good at, at you know, that one. So he came in such a, such a good karate and kickboxer, you know, and wrestling was always kind of an Achilles heel to him. And, yep. you know, it's, it's, it's got to be really hard uh, when you're so successful at one thing and not living up to people's expectations and even having people's expectations that you feel like you have to live up to. Yeah, people's expectations though they they, they kind of can take you out of the moment. You know, a guy I feel like a guy like Uriah. There's 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 different guys in this game, but um, let me use these two guys for an example. Like a guy like Dustin Poirier, he's he has to be in the moment. If as long as he stays right there and he doesn't think about what's coming later or how he got here, as long as he's right here right now, he's good. A guy like Masvidal, he can be here and be fine. But he can be somewhere else and be even better. Like the thing with Cowboy, if 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 he's in the moment and he's um he's dominant, he's winning the striking exchanges. He'll back off and he he has that. It's like in the street, you know. I'm winning, so what the fuck are you gonna do? Um, but 
if he if he can think about what's this going to get me where where is this going to put me he will be more aggressive and, and fight to get to that point so you have guys like that and i think your eye is one of those guys that needs to be right here right now um and by being right here right now you can enjoy it you're, you're focused on ex- everything you need to do and what you need to do and um you'll have the most success that way i think I remember like in high school, and not to compare my uh, high school accomplishments to anybody here except for CB and Joe maybe. Okay, but, um, but I remember when I was in high school, I was wrestling. I was a defending Class A New England champion and, and I won it as a freshman, sophomore. My junior year, I lost five matches in a row. Like I, I got sick. I, was, I, was, I couldn't make 125 barely. I was making like 120. But I was like trying to do it for everybody else. I, just, I wanted to be a nice guy. I wanted to like be a leader. And they, they had a school meeting for me. Like the whole school, I had to talk for the whole school what I was dealing with. They uh, had the teachers, because it was a prep school, a boarding school, had, had like a circle around me and say, what's going on? Why are you losing? What's how this, that? They put me out in the... the shovel, intervention. They like shovel... It was an intervention, basically. I had to shovel snow for like three days and to think about why I'm not dealing with my bra. I got pushed so they hard. They punished you for losing? They punished me because they said that I wasn't giving it my best and I wasn't trying hard or like I, I was... You suck. They Go asked, shovel snow. They asked, they asked me better. if I was ethically dirty, like if I was breaking ethics at the school. It was Wait, wait. They asked you if you were committing sins, and yeah, that's why you, you weren't winning? Yeah, you couldn't lie, steal, cheat, drink, have sex, and they thought I was doing one of those things. That's awesome. Which is why I was losing. So I had gotten – at one point, I got so fed up. I was like, fuck this shit. Like, I, I was like – I was either going to – I just finally just said – I got so angry that I came out, and I beat everybody in the class A – in the New Englands. I beat everyone. I, beat, I won 10 in a row, and I ended up winning everything because I was just – I got sick of just being pushed around. You got, like, it was like no more Mr. Nice Guy. I got to that point where I was like, I'm going to be a fucking asshole and just b- b- murder kids. And I think sometimes that's what, like, it seemed like Uriah sometimes falls into this, like, I have to be someone I'm not. Like he said, you know, I, I want to be a motherfucker. I want to start knocking people out. He has to sort of get in touch with that, that side of him. Yeah, you, I, you can turn that on. You know what I mean? That's another thing. If you can turn that on and be in the moment, that will that that kind of puts you at at your highest capability. Um, take take like a guy like Poirier again. Really nice kid. Really really good guy. Really good person. Nice guy to be around. But he can turn it on. Like he can turn it on in the gym. He can turn it on in fights. And and yeah, you can slip up sometimes. Um, but a lot of times those slip ups come from thinking about what ne- what's next. What's what's this win going to get me? And you're not here right now, w- dealing with what's happening right now. You're thinking about okay, I get to this win, then I get to this guy. Right. Were you surprised with the uh, Lombard versus Hendricks result? Surprise. I thought Hector won. Uh, when I was watching, I was thinking Hector was kind of winning. I think I was more focused on the forward pressure, but I did think it was close, and I wasn't. I wasn't upset with the with the decision. I was surprised that Johnny's able to take some of his punches. I mean, he was hitting him pretty flush, and Johnny's got a chin. Or, or, or he had ten rounds with Robbie Lawler, man. He could take anybody's punches. Yeah, but I mean, Hector. It's just crazy. I, I feel like we got cheated in some way of Hector's best years not being in the UFC. I, I know he went on that like 20-fight Bellator streak and he was fighting in Japan or fighting whatever. But I, I wish we had that Hector, the guy who won in the UFC. I would love to have seen him 10 years ago because he is 38 years old. And, and I don't care what you say at 38 unless you're Hendo or Randy Couture or, or certain guys at 38 can, can pull it off. But most guys can't. 
Yeah, but I mean, it's 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 yeah, it's a disappointment. But I mean, Fedor's never fought in the UFC. Yeah, like that that that's a crime. But he fought. But he, the guys he fought in Pride, the Coleman's, and and the guys that he the Randleman's, those were UFC champions. Yeah. So at least he fought UFC yeah. champions in his yeah. prime. Versus like Hector. I mean, who was the best guy he beat in Bellator? Uh, you know. Uh, Don't know. Uh, the kid who got kicked off the UFC for kicking out the, the window. Well, Jason, Jason Taylor. Taylor. I mean, Jason. He, I mean, he beat, he beat some good guys, but he didn't. It, it wasn't the same, you yeah. know, as what Fader was doing. Yeah, he never fought Ben Askren. He never fought. Never fought Ben Askren. Well, they did in, in practice. Another, another guy, Askren's a perfect example of somebody who I wish we would have seen how well he'd do in in the UFC because I do feel like Askren may be pushing the toward end of his career. And it's like, how, there's a, per, a guy you got 15 and 0. I agree. Fuck. I, I would love to see Ben in the UFC just to see him face that challenge. I mean, it's, it's a different breed of guy in the UFC. Yeah. Um, there's, all the, there's a lot of guys outside of UFC that compete in the UFC. But there are names in the UFC that you would love to see Ben Askren compete against. And it's just not going to happen. Were you there when Askren and Lombard trained together? I was there for a while. I didn't really oh, watch it, them. It, that didn't go well, according, yeah. according to uh, you know, according to uh, Lumb- training with Hector doesn't go well for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's he's just that kind of guy. It's um, he's one of those guys it's that has something to prove all day, every day. It doesn't matter if it's on the mat or not. I mean, Hector just wants to. Pr- is, Hector is wants that a to Cuban be right. Thing? You think it's a, no? Because Yoel isn't like that at all. But Masvidal like isn't like that at all. But is there anybody that's not Hector that's like that? Have you that's as good as Hector? I feel like most guys that are gym bully. Well, I guess Pyle, I guess was known as sort of like a gym bully, you know. Or there every gym has one. Yeah, but I think Hector's extreme. Who's the gym bully at, at uh, CSW? I'm a fan of CSW. Where do you train? CMMA. So at, C- at CMMA, who's the gym bully? I don't think we have a gym bully. No. Yeah, but the, the, here's the thing about a gym bully. Sometimes. If you if you're tough, the bully's not gonna bully you. Yeah, you know. I also might get the not getting bullied because I'm a girl thing. That's possible too. And maybe because your boyfriend's next <clears throat> watching. Is, 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 <laughs> yeah. not, he doesn't come watch me train. That would be weird. He doesn't. He never. You never look in the corner and he's there. Because like during your fights, during the fights, he's hiding in the bathroom, peeking out. It's, it's <laughs> drinking, uh, drinking Jack and Coke. Jack and Coke. It's it's, it's very strange. But it's cute. It's, it's adorable. It's an adorable thing. So, Tyron Woodley, Josh Thompson, next week. Wait, that's wait. the fight we're all talking about. Tyron Woodley, I mean, Michael, th- um, I mean, Stephen Thompson. Thompson right? okay. Stephen Thompson, right. <laughs> Stephen Josh, Thompson. Josh hasn't yeah, yeah, up yet. Stephen Thompson, Tyron Woodley. I'm picking Woodley. Uh, other people are picking Thompson. Who are you picking, Colleen? I think Woodley wins that. I'm more excited about Khabib. And we're not Ferguson. there yet. Okay, I'm, but okay, thank fine. you. <laughs> You just said the one everyone's talking about, and I'm way more excited about the co-main. Gotcha, Eve. Yeah, yeah I'm with her on that. But, but Woodley Thompson, I um, I think after the first fight, Woodley has the most um, ground that he can cover. Not, I feel like Thompson showed pretty much all of his game, almost 100 percent of it, and Woodley was able to show a lot of his game. But you see where he can be better in those parts of his game. Is he so, going to walk out with the Nation of Islam for this fight? That's <laughs> the word on the street. Is that no? He's not going to do that. I doubt it. I'm, I'm picking T Wood in this. Picking T Wood and you? Uh, I got Woodley. What are you? Why are you upset about this? I mean, because I had Wonder Boy in the first one, and I just think you know Woodley. 
like Eve said, there's a lot of stuff he hasn't shown. He's been training with Sage Northcutt. I mean, you okay. got to get better okay. when right, you're training with Sage. Pig. No, I, I pick Woodley. <laughs> I think he's he's really fired up. He's more fired up about this fight than I think I've seen him about any fight in the past few years that he's been in the UFC. I agree. I think that certain fighters are good with a chip on their shoulder, and certain it just it just weighs them down. And Woodley, when he has something to prove, like that with that Robbie fight. You know, and I think Woodley wins this fight too. Joe the Kid? Listen, dude, I want Thompson to win. I think he'd be such a good champion. We've seen the embedded. He's such a nice dude. He trains the, with the Kali sticks. He also for Trump. So what? No big deal. All right, go on. But I think, I think Woodley is going to win. That's your like. What? You think Woodley's going to win? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Khabib versus Tony Ferguson. Everybody in town is training with Tony, and they're telling me how good Tony looks. Uh, being uh, Hanato, but but uh, I'm t- <laughs> everyone, everybody, everybody in town. Uh, I, I don't. Khabib has gorilla strength. Uh, he uh, grabs onto bear you. Strength. Bear, gorilla. They, they're both very strong. Okay, <laughs> Russian. I think we go with bear for the analogy. All right, thanks. Yeah. Map quest. Okay, but, graphically oh, appropriate. Map, map quest. All right. So, <laughs> I think that Harambe uh, is not in Russia. All right. Uh, I think that Khabib wins this fight. Colleen. Um, so this match has been talked about for a long time, and I used to think Khabib, but I, I think Ferguson's going to take it. Um, just Khabib's been out for so long, and the way Tony's progressed as a fighter, I just I think, uh, yeah, I think Tony Ferguson's going to be. He's been him. out that long. He, he fought uh, Michael Johnson UFC 200. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and he looked really good, but I, I think what like what Ferguson has to has on the ground is going to end up. I think I'll end up submitting him. Really? They think he'll mm-hmm. pull off an Eddie Bra- Now, if he pulls off an Eddie Bravo submission, like twister. A, some, a twister or some crazy <laughs> uh, electric chair or a zombie, a zombie or whatever, the fucking the, the, the uh, running bong hit, whatever the hell. <laughs> like, like, Tower like, 7. Tower 7. If he does that, Chemtrail. 10th Planet Chilly will be. This will be that, I mean, 10th Planet is already on fire. Submission yeah. by Chemtrails. Every Starbucks will become a 10th Planet uh, uh, in the world. I mean, that would be the greatest thing for Eddie Bravo is if Tony pulls this off. Eve, who wins this fight? Man, I don't know. I think Khabib is one of those guys that he is so dominant. That then the way he's done that to everybody, but then Tony's style is that is on the ground. It's that weird open scramble creating. I just don't know if he's going to be able to create scrambles with a guy like Khabib. Those Dagestani dudes, they shut you down, man. They what don't let you get around. What do they do? Do they have school when they're a kid or just 19 it's, hours of wrestling? It's weird. It's like, like they're American wrestlers that are good at holding you down. But this Dagestani stuff, it's it's completely different. I, and I don't I don't I don't get how you get that good at at, yeah, at being able to do that. Control is just mind blowingly good. Yeah, like nobody gets up. It's 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 ridiculous. I've shown so many people that Khabib versus the Bear video. It's so funny. You know, you've seen that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, him as a child, he's wrestling a bear in a backyard, and a bunch how of pa- a bunch of parents are sitting around watching this. This is like they're they're like this is like oh it's his birthday I'll have him wrestle a bear and like if this yeah. happened in the U S there'd be child services called in three seconds they would take away the bear Dude. the parents it's unbelievable and it's different child services and animal protection uh, yes and it, yeah and, and the thing is and the thing is if you watch the clip which I have five thousand times. It's different bears and different kids. One's a striker, one's a no, jujitsu no, guy. No, it's, it's different times. It's not, it's not like one, no, I know. Not one isolated wrestling bear. match. I'm actually I'm showing Colleen the bear. Uh, it's it's almost like 
it's kind of a joke to me, but like, you remember in 300, the movie so 300? Khabib? Yeah. Okay. Where it's like trial by fire. They send the kid out. He has to like kill a wolf to be able to come back to the village and yeah. like live his life. I feel like when the kid's born in Dagestan, they're like, all right, you got six months and then we're throwing you out this with a fucking adorable. bear. This is adorable. I want to wrestle I feel bear. like the bear is like working the, at, at like the uh, delivery. Like right when it comes out of the mom's womb. Yeah, he's, he's like, all right, that one's mine. I get that one in the, 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 bear's- in the fucking forest or whatever. Like, Honestly, this, doesn't this make you think that your Khabib, your birthday today, you nine, bear? you wrestle bear, I, I you man now. Yeah, I, I would like to wrestle a bit. The bears are like having fun, but first of all, it, like I have so many questions. Like, where do you, 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 where do you get a bear? Where do you get a bear? You live in Dagestan. That's did where they, you get a bear. They, well, I want my question is where does this bear train? Did they? <laughs> <laughs> Did they declaw the bear? I think it's ATT uh, Like, is the bear just hanging out, like, in the woods? And they, hey, come on and come. Like, how are they getting the bear over there? Like, who's responsible for this? Who took this video? Turkey. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, the bear signed the contract. Turkey. They're like, how'd they get the bear there? They got, got the bear there for five do. and five. Yeah, yeah, the bear's <laughs> This is adorable. They train him for 25 minutes before he goes with Cobb. If I like, ever have a kid, he's wrestling a bear. But I asked him on the, on the thing, who would win, the bear or Pettis? And Khabib said the bear would win because he's got better wrestling. <laughs> better at takedowns. But the, I don't know if the – does the bear even know the rules of wrestling? Like, got like a, Dude, does he got he, a back control. Does yeah, he need to know the rules? Like, so apparently is, when you get back control, you nibble at the neck. Is fucking John McCarthy standing there going, all right, stand him up. Too much grappling. But like, does the bear think it's freestyle, Greco, or, or, or collegiate? I mean the I, bear I, doesn't – Well, does it is Russia, so I, I don't – it's sambo. It's clearly a sambo bear. Yeah. <laughs> it just went for a leg lock. <laughs> that would be funny if it wasn't even a bear. It was like John Dawson in a bear costume. <laughs> he just shot it on a single on the bear. Look, look, look. Maybe that's that what bear sprawled. Yeah. yeah, for real. Maybe He's this is what Josh does on the weekends. He flies to Russia and puts a bear costume on. No, yeah. <laughs> no, that's part of the sex life. But, but, no, but, it's the but, furry thing. I yeah. told you. Watch, watch, watch. <laughs> He stands up. He just straight up shoots it on a single and the sprawls. Yeah. <laughs> the bear sprawled. The bear, the bear's having a blast. Yeah. yeah. They both are. Yeah, I think, but the, I have so many questions about this. Right? Is, right? This, is this your new training technique for your your middle schoolers? Honestly, just a bear? I thought about for like the TV show I'm writing, like the the kid from Russia who's like, can I bring in my training for partner? And he brings it. <laughs> <laughs> and this other, this other Dagestani kid is just standing there like, when's it going to be Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I got a better double leg than that. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, though. Like, okay, so say you're Khabib and you grew up wrestling bears. Like, how how much of a threat is Tony Ferguson? You know? Yeah, the thing is that that bear has no ground game. So <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Like, Tony, Tony's got that weird... Um, he's long, he's lanky, he's got that weird open the style on no the ground. Guard, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And then that, and that, that's that's the only not concern, but that's the only thing I think Tony is is going to be able to use to either create scrambles to get back to his feet, um, and I think he'll be dominant on his feet if he can get into exchanges. But I mean, if Khabib gets a hold of him, it's it's just it. But he's just got to get a hold of him five times. Uh, yeah, right. right, yeah, right. Khabib's never been five rounds. Yeah, he Tony's been five rounds. He went five rounds with uh, Rafael dos Anjos. He's got good cardio. He's been training in elevation. Um, and again, Khabib has to get him down five times, grind him out. Whereas we've seen Michael Johnson hit Khabib and rocked him. 
And I think Tony has better striking, and he has much better. He footwork doesn't have better speed movement. than Michael Johnson, though. Michael Johnson has like, but he's more you know. more footwork, more head movement. Um, I got, as my uncle Hanach would say, Tony Ferguson. You think Tony Ferguson wins? I think Tony Ferguson's going to win. I think the UFC wants Khabib to win because if Khabib wins, they can go to Russia. They go to Russia, and Khabib versus Connor in Russia would be. But would Connor take the fight in Russia? Why wouldn't he? I mean, the money he would they would generate just out, like. I mean, they could do a, a soccer stadium in Russia if yeah. they wanted to. And twenty-five million. He could do, right? How much he did? I, he, I mean, I'm saying he could get twenty-five million. That's the the Mayweather purse. That you think he could get that against Khabib in Russia? I think he could make that. I mean, what does he make? What is the most he's made in the U.S.? Uh, just closed. Like, yeah. Or yeah. Like no, I mean off of paper. Total. Views, like, well, the guy like with 10? six McGregor tattoos. Tell us. Uh, Connor for the Aldo fight made somewhere around sixteen million. Yeah, so wow. twenty five in Russia. That, that yeah, seems, no, I, sounds reasonable. I'm telling you, and Russians, I gotta say, out of all the fan bases, I believe that Russia has the most diehard fan base. Any one of these guys from Dagestan, whoever they fight, these Russians go on their Instagram and, and just talk so much, but, and they do it in Russian though. Like so you don't yeah. even know what the hell it's they're saying, and then it, it never just click see translation. Yeah, but it, it's always kind of weird. It's always like I will punch you hard. It's, it's like never like he's going. They talk so much shit. They are a very a, a very loyal fan base. Russian. I mean, is that, you think that's the most loyal fan base out of all the Ireland? Like I, I told I told this on the, on the show before, but like Conor McGregor comes to Vegas. And there's 10,000 Irish people in Vegas. They come out. There's not an American who would travel to Ireland in any sport where one American would follow that person other than maybe their family and people that they fly out. I mean, Mayweather Mayweather goes to – say he fights in Italy – uh, that's the, the women on his plane are going, but people don't love Mayweather like they love Connor, though. But there are American athletes people love. LeBron James goes to uh, basketball. They they play in England. Are you are, are Cavs fan going to England? But we have so many. No, but they, yeah, there's so many opportunities to see stars them here. in the U.S. that it's not a, a novelty, right? Mm-hmm. Like how many yeah. stars are there of the caliber of Conor McGregor that are recognized on an international level that come out of Ireland? That's a very <laughs> unique thing for that country, right? Yeah. So people rally behind that. You get a much more yeah, we got spoiled. Sense like, of GSP. Pride That's that. science. Like yeah. GSP too. When GSP fights in <laughs> America, the Canadians help. come in droves. But with Khabib, you remember when I showed you that video when they opened the Reebok store and Khabib was there? Yeah. And there was 25,000 Russians Are that showed up just to meet him. Are we all saying his name wrong? <laughs> Is it Khabib or Khabib? Khabib, Khabib. I, I don't know. You're just making that up? I, I, I've been saying Khabib. Khabib. It's Khabib. Khabib. Is it Khabib? It's Khabib. Okay. I think that's what I heard on the... On the Seems like a nice guy too. Like he, Habib. He is. He's, he's uh, sounds like a Habib with a small K at the beginning. Habib. Yeah. So, uh, so who are you fighting next there, uh, beautiful lady? Eve is talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, but uh, I want to fight for the uh, inaugural flyweight title when Bellator does it. So uh, if that means one more and then fight for that, whoever whoever the hell they want me to fight. What about that, that, that pretty Russian girl? Anastasia Yankova. I, I don't think they would let me fight her because I would kill her, yeah. The other girl's not bad, though. The, the, the Mexican chick that won last week. That was a pretty fun Beta fight. Artiega. Beta. She yeah. looked like an adorable pickle. Right? <laughs> 
oh my god yeah like in, the, in a cute way you know like <laughs> she, she yeah she she didn't look like an athlete but no. she fought like one yeah totally scrappy man girls got yeah. heart and aggression and it's fun to watch her fight but you're like you should probably be a 115 i'll tell you though brooke mayo's got heart too mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. she was so upset when they yeah for her fight. first yeah for her first fight too yeah her eye did look pretty bad oh yeah i mean i think i don't i don't think she went she was behind i think two out of the three cards two or three rounds so i i think it was bad enough that it was a reasonable nice stoppage. yeah I think There's so. There's no way she could too. see out of that. Yeah, that was bad. And, and it, was, it was very unlikely that she was coming back. But it's one of those, she lost, but it's not a loss. Like, she looked great. It was her debut. Everyone wants to see her fight again. So. Pretty cute, too. Mm-hmm. Pretty attractive. Uh, not with that eye. So you... <laughs> did, they, uh, you did you see they announced the next strawweight championship fight for the UFC? Tell me. UFC 211. Yoani oh, Jacek yeah. defends against Jessica Andrade, the fight Andrade. I've been asking for. Ooh. It is... I... I, I I don't know who to pick. I'm just I'd say Ioana's going to destroy her. What? Yeah, I agree. Ioana's yeah, going to destroy her. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the striking is cleaner. I mean, Andrade is like a, 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 a she's like Vanderlei's little sister. Um, everything she is like Vanderlei. Yeah. Yeah. And Ioana's so it. technical and sharp, and uses she's going to pick so her well, apart. She'll fuck. Yeah, totally agree. She'll but get and, and she she'll she'll get taken down a couple times. She'll get she'll stand. She she's working her wrestling. Great. She's working her wrestling. I was watching her when I was down there. She had just gotten back. She was there the last week I was there, and her and Mike are doing some work. And she's working with some tough girls wrestling right now. Now, why would they say the other girl who's the one who's dating um, the champ uh, Nunez Nina Nina, Nina they said on the thing that they, everyone on the gym said that she's the most talented girl in the gym she's she's very talented well, that, that's including Joanna the champ talent is, is is not necessarily that doesn't mean where you are that means what your potential is you know um Nina is very talented. I haven't trained with Joanna. Uh, Nina was actually, I was her first coach. She used to come to my MMA class when I, when I lived in Florida. And I didn't even know that. She told me that. But um, she has talent. And, and, and yeah, she, I mean, she could, she could ultimately be better than Joanna. But it's going to take a lot of work to get there. She has the talent to get there. But she's not there yet. It's crazy. Her and Nunez spar. Like, two, like, they're girlfriends. And they're married. They're going to get married. Are they married? And they, do you think Nunez is, is pulling her punches a little bit when they spar, or she's or she's going full force? Ah, uh, no, she's not trying to beat up her girlfriend. Yeah, um, but like you really don't do that in practice too much anyway. You know, um, she's definitely wanting to get more work, and and if Nina's giving her good work, she's gonna she's gonna she wants to keep her around. Now, do you, do you and Josh ever spar or no? No, oh. he weighs more than a hundred pounds more than me. <laughs> do you ever sweep him in bed or, or no? no? <laughs> He weighs more than 100 okay, pounds more right. than me. Okay, no problem. I got it. I got it. I totally understand. And how's, and how's the wife going with you, Eve? How's, what? How's, uh, how's uh, the wife? She's okay. Yeah. yeah. She's good. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, you guys happy in California? You guys moved. I know you guys moved. Yeah. I like, I like California a lot, man. It's nice here. Where'd you move to? Eagle Rock. Oh, nice. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you coaching? Mm, a little bit. Where? Sometimes. Mm. Wherever. Wherever. Yeah, I just kind of bounce around. I go to the yard some, go over to Unbreakable. I haven't been over there in a while. The yard with, what's his name? Uh, Joe Shelley. Shelley, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Joe. Pasadena Fight Academy sometimes. Joe is Hello? awesome. He's a throwback. What are the throwback fighter that guy is? Random Marco, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, you're on the MA Roasted Podcast. It is me, Joe the Kid Perez, Colleen the Thoroughbred, Thoroughbred Schneider, uh, as well as Eve Edwards and CB, the grafting champion gold. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing great, thank you. Congrats on your big win. Uh, you beat the number three girl in the world. That was a huge upset. 
congrats. Thank you so much. I'm so excited about it. I've been wanting this for so long and finally came and I came out successful. I'm, I'm on cloud nine right now. And it was, it was, a, it was a solid, it was an exciting fight, a solid fight. Now, in the first round when she took you down, uh, it was almost like you were paying homage to Gary Goodrich with those elbows. You, don't, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I, I've seen that fight. And I, I honestly, I've done that move a million times in, uh, in practice and everything, and I, I pictured myself throwing elbows, but her head was too far away, so I was like just giving it everything I had with the hammer fist. It was it was it was pretty awesome, and then and then uh, it was a close fight at the end of the fight. Uh, did you think you were going to get the win, or did you think that they were going to give it to Carla? What was your thoughts right before that they read up the uh, the uh, scorecard? I just thought I, I felt like I did everything I could, and and uh, that I did enough. I felt like I did enough, and I didn't know she threw an illegal uh, knee to the face, but uh, I don't know. I just felt like I did enough, and I wasn't going to walk out of there with a loss. I felt like I wanted it more too. It, it, it was it was a battle. Uh, now, uh, who do you want to fight next? Um, you know, I, I I'm just looking at uh, celebrating right now, and but but I do have uh, one person on my mind. I, I was thinking about fighting uh, Tisha Torres next. <laughs> and how how could we want to fight Tisha? I just she's up there in the rankings. I feel like uh, I should be ahead of her. Um, I don't know. I fought, I fought uh, the former champ, and um, I think that that would be a good next matchup for me. Nice. Now, at the end of the fight, you said you were against bullying. You got to stop bullying. Personally, I think sometimes bullying is good, and I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you why. Because when you when someone gets bullied, then they make a comeback, and then like I, I knew kids in my school that like like in seventh grade, everyone was picking on this one kid. That dude beat the shit out of the bully. He was then the coolest kid in the school. Got all kinds of girls. Everyone celebrated. <laughs> Without the bully, you don't have the hero. You know, so, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. It's just, you know, you don't know what kind of personality people, people have, you know? You know, what if you say something wrong and that person is having a bad day or have, has a bad life or you don't know what's going on at home and all of a sudden, you know, something happens, they do something drastic. You, know, you never know who you're, who you're messing with, you know? That's true. Now that's a good point. That's true. Now, now, were you upset that they were that it was uh, basically um, Carla and Felice, and then were bullying you, or that they were bullying Heather, Joe Clark? Who were who specifically were we talking about in that situation? Well, there was a lot of bullying going on in the house. <laughs> a lot of stuff uh, that was just like blew my mind. I'm like, oh my god, we're we're grown adults. How are we treating each other this way? But um, after I. I I uh, well before I fought Felice, there was a lot of like they're trying to get in my head, trying to you know bother me constantly, picking on me and stuff. But yeah, there was a lot of other people that were being picked on too. That it was unnecessary. We're we're grown women. <laughs> it was pretty embarrassing, actually. Yeah, that's true. Now, and how's the uh, how's the uh, marriage, by the way? It's going good. <laughs> Does he like your new hair? Yeah, he loves it. Nice. So now, now you your your hair matched with your outfit. Was that on purpose? Yeah, actually, uh, I was going for that. Oh, that's good. I'm really glad that they changed the the colors. I really like the red. Mm. I know it was good. I like. Are, are you, you going to keep the red? Or are you going to go different to? Uh, are, are you going to like? Uh, you know. I don't. Know, I, I like the red right now. Um, blonde doesn't suit me, or you know, black suits me. But I don't. I don't want to go black. I, I like to stay to red. I think the red's I like good. I like I the red too. It's a good look. 
so now, now Angela Hill says uh, on, on her thing that uh, there was a give and take in the house. Randall was an asshole, so Felice was an asshole back, as is life. So who's Angela Hill? Uh, she was the... Uh, who the fuck is that guy? She was the Invicta... <laughs> I'm she, sorry, who is that? She was the Invicta champion. Uh, now she's back in the UFC. She fought a good... No, I don't recall. She, she was in the house, right? She was the black girl yeah, in the house. She was the black girl in the house. She was the black girl in the house. I have no idea who you're talking about. All right, so she says Randall was an asshole on the show and had like three girls on her side. Police and Carla responded accordingly, even though they were outnumbered. So right, right. All right, so so you like to comment on this? Uh, no comment. I don't even know who that is. All right, all right. <laughs> Throwing shade, uh, Eve. Hey, Randa. Um, did Carla surprise you with anything? Because. Going into that fight, I didn't. All I expected her to try to do was take you down, sit in your guard, and try to ground and pound. I don't see a lot from her when I think about her fights. That's that's the thing that stands out most to me. She doesn't pass a lot, doesn't do a lot of um, advancement position and, and damage. She just stays inside the guard and does work from there. Um, but this fight was a little bit more dynamic. Was was that her or you? And did she surprise you with anything? Um. Uh, yeah, definitely. That, that's what I was expecting from her. I was expecting her to come out and just try to take me down, especially the first round. We were being, we were preparing for her to try to take me down like five times in a row or, and try to stay on top of me the whole time. And when I went out there, um, she didn't do any of that. She wanted to stay up and strike with me. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. <laughs> you know, it worked out in my favor. But yeah, um, she, she, they say, you know, she's a boring, boring fighter or whatever. But you know what? GSP8 is a is kind of like you can say he's a boring fighter, but he he gets the he gets the job done. And I respect her and I respect her style. And uh, but she came came out there completely different from what I was expecting, and it worked out in my favor, I think. But if she did come out there wanting to take me down, we were prepared for it. Now this camp, you kind of were a nomad, right? You trained at every camp at least once in the, in the country. Um, where are you training now? I, I'm just kind of doing my own thing. I, I train uh, with uh, my coach uh, Johnny Glove and with the striking. I train at my old wrestling gym that I started off in, Windsor Wrestling Club, for my wrestling. I go to my jiu-jitsu coaches for jiu-jitsu, a different gym for um, conditioning. I'm just all over the place. I'm just getting exactly you know specific things that I need from everywhere that I go. Well, look, I mean, it, it really paid off. This was the best Randa Marco uh, I've seen. And I was really happy for you to get a win in Canada, too, because I know how being a, a hometown girl in Canada, that's got to be an amazing feeling. Yeah, it's definitely awesome when you get the whole crowd cheering, cheering you on like that. It, it, every time I fight in Canada, it just feels so great. Were, you, were your parents there? No, everybody's at home uh, watching. Except for my my little brother came with me. Now I know your parents didn't let you wrestle as a kid. You had to sneak on the wrestling team, and then yeah. they and then you kind of after you started winning, they were actually cool with it. Now that you're on TV winning, are you do you call them up and like rub it in their face? Uh, <laughs> actually, my my mom's a huge fan now. She hasn't stopped watching the video of my fight, my last fight <laughs> since the fight. She's just constantly like I think fifty thousand of those views are her. Like just nonstop. <laughs> Seriously, she's just like, such a big fan now, and uh, she's got her whole family praying for me, and and just watching it. It's really cool to see how far everything has come. You know, from before she was like, "Keep it a secret. Don't tell anybody you train. Don't tell anybody you do that. It's embarrassing." Now she's like, "Tell everyone." That's awesome. Now, does your your husband? Does he want to settle down and have kids, or, or no? 
Uh, he's been wanting to have kids since uh, we got married, and I told him, no, it's not time. <laughs> I wish he could have children. <laughs> that would be awesome. Well, you guys could always adopt a kid, right, or just steal one. Uh, steal one. Yeah, true. I tried stealing. It didn't work. Nice. My sister wanted it back. <laughs> nice. Now, do you, do you still have family in Iraq? Yeah, I have uh, my grandparents and my uncle and his whole family there. Hmm. So, so is your first yeah. language Arabic? Because you, I... They pick up a little accent. I was wondering if you were French Canadian. I didn't know you were from Iraq. Iraq, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was born in the Middle East and came here when I was only three years old. So, do pretty you, much raised here, Canadian. Do you speak Arabic? I speak Chaldean. I don't know if you guys know what that is. We're like the Christians from the Middle East. Oh, oh okay. Hmm. That's crazy. We originated from Babylon. Wow. When you get mad at your husband, do you curse him out like in Chaldean? Yeah, my brother, whenever my brother's around, we'll just talk shit about him <laughs> in my language and he gets upset. <laughs> That's so fucked up. I like it, though. I like it. it she sounds though. like a tough care bear. Yeah, yeah. Colleen, any, any questions for Randa? Well, I didn't know you were born in Iraq. That's interesting. Did you, did you, how did you end up coming to Canada? Um, well, there was a war in uh, 1988, 1989, was it? Yeah, yep, 88, 89, and uh, yeah, my dad was in the military. He didn't want to go. He knew that he was, uh, if he went, he was going to get killed. So we packed up and packed up what we could carry, and we, we fled the country. And we, it took us a while. We were refugees in Turkey for a year oh, before wow. we were able to come to, to Canada. So do your parents hate Trump? Uh, no, they're actually, uh, we don't we don't hate Trump. I think he's, They're in Canada. he's they don't kind care. of doing the right thing, but he's not going about it the right way. I don't know. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, listen, so We're not Trump so you're calling out Tisha Torres. Uh, now, now, Eve trains Tisha Torres, uh, right? I don't train her. Dean uh, does. Oh, Dean does. Why yeah. do you get us confused? <laughs> I don't. I thought you also trained over there at ATT. Uh, any, any advice for her on how to beat Tisha Torres? <laughs> Tisha's good. <laughs> Tisha's good. Yeah, I know. I mean, what's obvious she's is very good. Range. I think I think she's uh, developed a lot of uh, new skills since the Ultimate Fighter. I think um, you know she's she's up there in the rankings. I think it's a good step for me to to move on to you know fighting for the belt one day. All right, here's what you do: send Raquel naked pics. Okay, uh, <laughs> she'll flip out and definitely want to fight you. I think that's that's a good way to do it, right? Uh, are, are, yeah, are, okay. All right. <laughs> No? Nobody likes that idea? <laughs> uh, all right. Okay, fine. Just just me. Fine. I got it. Well, listen, Randa, uh, thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, we're all fans here. You're a very sweet, uh, good role model for kids. Kids look up to you. Uh, the, the red hair is great. Not uh, just because you're tall. What's your nickname, by the way? Uh, the Quiet Storm. The Quiet Storm. we got to get a better nickname. Yeah, um... Stitch Duran gave me that name. I can't change it. Stitch, Stitch Duran's awesome. Yeah, Stitch gave me that name, The Quiet Storm. That's solid. Yeah. You, like the, yeah. you, like the, you like The Quiet Storm? Really? I like that Stitch gave it to her. Yeah, but The Quiet Storm is just like, it's quiet. You, what if you like The Loud Storm? Like, who, like, no, that's that's just obvious. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I like. I actually call my girl The Storm sometimes because she gets wet. Anyway, listen, people. Uh, thank you for coming on the on the podcast, Randa. You're at the Quiet Storm. Uh, you're amazing. Thank you for having me. No problem. Take care and good luck with everything. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, guys. 
quiet storm. I like it. I, I like Rhonda. I'm happy to see her doing well. I don't, I don't like that she was throwing shade at Angie, though. Angie's my girl. Really? Yeah, Angie's awesome. Well, Angie was kind of throwing shade at her first. Though. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't watch and, the Angie show. Angie probably farted on that. Yeah. I don't know any of the backstory I, yeah, on that. I, I um I was buying it. I was buying that she didn't know who Angie. Was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really? No, that was that was probably like one of the more heated contestant seasons oh, than God. any of the other yeah. Ultimate I Fighter mean, seasons. Like usually it's the coaches, women. but yeah. Well, the, you knew it was going to be. First of all, you have one fifteen-pound women fighters, girls who've never made a fucking dollar in their lives. Mm, yeah. you, now all of a sudden they're getting fame. You're putting them in a house. They they don't have to even try out for the house. They just yeah. get, get into a house, and you're like, oh, winner is the belt. They all kind of already knew each other. And they and, and on top of that, again, we're talking about 115-pound women who are 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 in a position where they have to cut weight on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, regularly. They're 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 was, not going to be happy campers. It was so. a good season. That that was one of my favorite seasons to watch. It w- I was great. I I, I like that one. I like the one thirty five pound men and women. Uh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. cool. Um, I haven't watched the last couple ones. I just I just can't. This new the, one with this new one looks no, pretty good. I don't ever watch that show. Really? Yeah. You try out for it though, right? Yeah, I'm on the first oh, episode. I got to ask you about that. By the one. way, so you lost to Shayna Baszler, right? Yeah. And then Shayna goes. How dare she, or something, or yeah, yeah. And then you and Shayna became friends afterwards, right? Yeah, we're really good friends. But did you ever? But tell I her- still wanted to fight her for a long time after that. that after was- you were friends? Yeah, because, because lost that fight. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a personal animosity thing. But that's yeah. also very yeah. obnoxious for her, right? Were you like? Yeah, but it's also Shayna being Shayna. She's playing like, a character. Like we call her douchebag Shayna playfully because that's what she does. That's how she is. She was playing a character. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, are you and Rhonda still friends or no? Ron, Ron and I are like acquaintances. You guys don't like yeah, hang out. Like Jessamyn and Shayna and Marina are all really good friends of mine. Right, 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 right. And Ronda was like a like you knew her, but you guys weren't like go out for tea or something. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> you guys don't break bread. Right? That's, the, yeah, that's, what the, that's what the kids say nowadays. Got no, it. Yes, yeah, so that's no, what the kids not. say now. That's exactly <laughs> what the kids say. <laughs> You know, you want you want to go to in now break bread. So yeah, bro, uh, got it. Got it, got it. <laughs> now, now, how Shayna? She's doing pretty good in wrestling, right? She is over. Uh, she's doing a three month tour in Japan, wrestling for Stardom. She's wrestling for the championship against this girl Io, who's amazing tonight. I think tonight or tomorrow. I think it's tonight. Yeah, and then in two days, she's doing an MMA fight for Deep Jewels against this girl King Reina. It's a real fight. Yeah, it's the a girl real fight. Who's the king? Yeah, it's Japan. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's Japan. <laughs> but her name's they don't King, have her to name's make King sense. Reina, and King is all capital. Like, okay. whenever Wait, they write why, it, the King why do I, all How capital. come no one knows about this fight? Where do I watch this fight? Uh, I mean, all the. You can, I'm sure it'll stream somewhere. It's for Deep Jewels. And yeah, so she's doing. She's wrestling, pro wrestling for the Stardom Championship tonight, and then in two days doing a real MMA fight. Damn. She's been wrestling she's for been a while. With Josh she's too long. she's <laughs> really good. Like yeah. the wrestling her is pro really wrestling. She's good. She's one of the best. Good for her. And, and from what I heard, country. she's getting a NXT <clears throat> Performance Center tryout. Which can she do like off the top rope? Can she do oh, the, it did already oh, happen. Wait, I, don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Uh, can she mind. do off top rope splashes and stuff? She's not a fucking flyer, dude. She's a shooter. I don't. She's, I'm she's fucking more, 38. I don't know what you're talking she's like, about. <sighs> she's like more like strong. She's like strong style, right? Yeah, kind of like powerhouse strong style. Yes. What, the, what are you talking? What the she fuck? She doesn't is do style? flippy shit. Yeah, she, she does. She does like rough beat you up. I'll suplex you and hit you. And she doesn't do what, like, does she do like rikishi? Ass no, but one of the moves that she does do that like it takes a lot of strength to do is if you're laying on the ground, yeah. if you're laying on the mat, uh, stomach down. 
She'll grab you gut wrench, li- deadlift you, and then flip you over her head and wow. just slam And she does you. that multiple times in a row. And she has a good German suplex, too. Mm-hmm. Very she, good German. Nice. All I right. German suplex terror when we were wrestling. I've seen the, yeah, I've seen the, the <laughs> Wait, you were, you didn't heels? you bridge Shannon on her? And I, yeah. Shannon and I did a, a pro wrestling match. Did you win? No, she armbarred me, bitch. She beat you? Shana beat you in pro wrestling? That's twice. You're now- I beat her in a catch wrestling match. Fuck you. We're one and two. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. When was this catch wrestling match? The catch wrestling match was an exhibition match that we did at Jiu-Jitsu in the park uh, a couple summers ago. I like it. So we did a we did a catch wrestling rules match because it was kind of it's Jiu-Jitsu in the park. And we're like, oh, we want to show catch wrestling. So it was you could win by pin or submission. Did you tell her afterwards? How dare you? <laughs> no, I'm not an asshole. Uh-huh. Yeah, but at least you did it back to her. That would have been kind of cool. See, when I was little, we watched movies in the park. Now they're just beating the shit out of people. Yeah. I mean, parents tried to leave you in the park. So anyway, listen. Hilarious. It was pretty. They they laughed. Okay, so Joe, uh, how Mm. you doing, man? Well, man, I have an announcement. What's that? You know... uh, If you say you're engaged, I'm leaving. No. What? You know, these past few months I've been on the show, I've talked about all these crazy stories. Yes. You know, I've been with crazy women. Let's let's catch Colleen up. Okay, so... Uh, one, one, one girl he, he went out with wanted her him to 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 stab her during sex to cut her. She was a cutter and she had a machete under her bed. He uh, another girl, another girl um, uh, had a really really hairy bush. This fat chick kept sending her masturbation videos, yeah. right? One and then and then he lost shit. his virginity to a forty five year old chick, yeah. fifty that he got into a car accident with while the cops were coming. He banged her in his car after hitting his car. He didn't get yeah. in a car accident. Uh, uh, she did. Yeah, she did. And then the other girl was on heroin. Uh, the girl but, on heroin. Yeah, that's that's just. Or the, let's see the Argentinian who needed a green card. Yes. Uh, the girl that FaceTimed him while taking a Wait, shit. This is yes. all within the last several months. Dude, this <laughs> is like a, a TV <laughs> series on HBO. How old are you? <laughs> you, you definitely need to pay for the cable so you just service. Lost your virginity in the last year. I, I lost my virginity when I was 18. And then, but then you did the comedy set that night, right? I said, yeah. ha I saw you that night. Yeah. yeah. All right. Which, I mean, which bang, was funnier? Banging the chick while you're waiting for the cops to come is actually pretty cool. Did you get more laughs during the sex cool. or at the ha-ha? Uh, <laughs> the sex. I mean, it was, not a, it was not a good experience. But my announcement is, guys, that uh, I'm, I'm trying to now remain abstinent. Well, you've been trying that for 19 you're, years. You're so fired. It's succeeding. Wait, wait, wait what do you mean you're trying? You're now no, I, just, fired. I just realized all the crazy stuff I was doing. I could have got so many STDs. I'm not saying I didn't get any STDs. How many did you get? You know what a well, condom I can't is, say right? on the show. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I just, you know, I, just, I risked so much stuff. I could have got a deadly disease. Well, I don't want to talk about it. You know, it's kind of embarrassing. Okay. You I, brought I, it up. I never even got STD tested, but I'm sure I got something. Go oh, on. my God. Okay, How go many on. girls do you need to call and tell them to go get tested? They don't have phones. All right, Eric, go on. <laughs> wait, wait. Can we just talk about the trying to be abstinent? You, you either, you either, you go, you either do it or you don't. Yeah. Well, we got to start by trying, and then you eventually just get you know, in the groove of not doing it. Yeah, so I mean, he's married. He's married he, for years. He's checked out at this point. All right. So what? <laughs> so what happened? Why? Why are you trying to do this? I'm just trying to be safe. I'm trying to live. I don't want to live too long. I want to like peak out at maybe maybe sixty. But I just want to make sure that I don't get nothing weird. <laughs> Shit, you say when you're twenty? Uh, yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, he forgot. Uh, what, what about trying to find a girlfriend? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it tomorrow night because I have I have another. You're not gonna believe this. Wait, how are you trying to stay absent? But I'm gonna get it tomorrow. I, what are you getting tomorrow night? I have another girl. Yep. From Argentina. Yep. Who is not a U.S. citizen? Who? Yep. But she's about my age. She's not thirty something like the other one. She's about maybe twenty eight. Yep. I'm gonna take her. This is the same girl I brought to the haha that you did. She's cute. Oh, yeah, she's not too bad looking. She's cute. 
and we haven't done nothing yet. Maybe we hump. Maybe we, you know, she maybe touched hump, me. Hump. <laughs> Go what on. year is this? It's nothing crazy. We haven't had sex We're going to break bread and then they're going to hump. <laughs> Tomorrow, I'm going to take her to CBS Studios. We're going to yeah. go see a TV tape. CBS Studios? No, CBS. Yeah. <laughs> CBS. The uh, toilet uh, section. Fucking uh, uh, STD section. All right, go on. Because she wants to be an actor. I'm going to go show her a real show. Yes. She doesn't really speak that much English, but it's all right. I don't Is speak it CSI? English. Go on. So I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure that's going to get me uh, lucky tomorrow. So what, but then you're not going to be abstinent if you're going to get late tomorrow night. Yeah, but that's a real thing, though. Abstinent, I'm talking about from being with crazy bitches on oh, the so internet. Oh, you're not going to just have... Like, abstinent, I, <laughs> abstinence means you don't have sex with anyone. When's your birthday? Anybody Isn't it coming up? You don't want to. When's your no, bir- no, Wait. that's not what abstinence means. It, when's abstinence your birthday? Means you it's don't March 13th. Sex. March 13th. Can I buy him a dictionary for his birthday? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, though. All right. Okay, so all right. So good for you. Keep us posted how it goes. But, you know, I have another thing I want to bring up before I end this podcast. Please. I think you know I'm a nice guy. I don't I don't dislike anybody. I'm not racist. But today I think I did something that was maybe racist. What'd you do? So I have a film class at school, and at my school they have like a big soundstage, like a professional film soundstage. You have like a it's set up for a sitcom with three yeah. cameras. So I had to film a PSA today. What was your PSA? Was it just your dick? No, the PSA. <laughs> All right, go on. It was like uh, there's a, a gentleman. And his mother, yep. they, the actors are both African American. Yep. And I played a drug dealer. Okay. Right? Yep. So the scene is I come into the house after the mom leaves and I try to sell the kid drugs. All right. So what I did was, I don't know why I did this. I like, and there's like 50 people there watching. I bust in and I say, in an in a Af- African American accent, get gangster accent. What's the African American accent? Why don't you just do it? What you did? <laughs> yeah. Instead yeah. of trying to explain it, let's just. What did you do? Play the role. In, I walked in. I was like, "Yo, motherfuckers, I'm trying to. You want? To, I'm trying to sell this weed. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't yeah. sound African American. <laughs> that just I sounds. Try, hood. I don't know. But I, I just feel like I shouldn't have done that because every it got really quiet when I started to do it. So I got some weed. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I just I feel like. Did they get mad? Did they buy the weed from you? Listen, <laughs> it was very awkward. I didn't get one laugh. Okay, were you just, trying to get well, a that's, laugh? That's not no, funny. I, just, <laughs> I thought they because I'm trying to be an actor. Yeah, I want to act. I don't want to be like, hey, want to buy some drugs? I want to be like, yo, what's up, dog? I'm trying to sell this weed. You got, you know, what I'm saying. So how is the bucks. PSA? I mean, <laughs> have you bought drugs? Is that what the drug dealer sounded like? <laughs> I mean, I, I've never done drugs in my life before. <laughs> I think you should start. Then uh, why on Wean Dog do you talk about you smoking weed all the time? Oh, I mean, I've done weed. That's not a drug, but... That, that, that's a drug. A drug. I regret to drug. inform you Cigarettes that's a drug. All right, listen. Uh, that's pretty much it, though. I think you should be abstinent from being racist. You know, it's not really racist. This is bad acting. Okay, yeah. Okay, all right, really so I feel better now. Okay, all right. Don't worry about it, man. All right. You're a real Meryl Streep. All right, so... <laughs> <laughs> that was the Joe segment. All right. Uh, we didn't talk about the other fights on this card. Rashad Evans is fighting, right? Who's Rashad fighting? Dan Kelly, judo man. Who's Dan Kelly? He's the, like the Australian guy Olympian Australia. judoka who's Two-time like 400 Olympian. years old. He wins fights, but like you, you, he comes in with a dad bod. You think he's not going to win, yet he wins somehow, except for Sam Alvey knocked him out. Uh, but he's pretty good. He's, he's good at judo, but, he's, but Rashad should beat him. Uh-huh. Unless Rashad's chin is just totally gone, which uh, I don't know. Uh, that's not too. That's a pretty good looking dad bod for a dad bod. Y- yeah. So uh, Eve, and in this fight, he like. I don't know. I mean, in that situation, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick youth, but Rashad hasn't looked the same in a while. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see him win it. 
Now, Rashad, on the, on the show, were you on the show when he, when he called in? Uh, he said that, you know, with the Black Zillions breaking up, he was spending more time worrying about keeping a team together, training everyone for their fights, trying to be like the center for the team and this, uh, than he was with actually caring about himself. And that the Black Zillions breaking up was the best thing for him because he got to just be a fighter again and not necessarily a team captain and yada, yada. Are, do, you, do you buy that? Is that a legit thing that could, ha- could happen to the fighters? Yeah. Um, you got to put yourself first. I mean, it's a team sport, but only you're in there by yourself, you know? So um, you can't be focused on everybody else at that point. I think that could happen. And if I don't, I don't think Rashad is a guy to make excuses, right. you know? So, so I think that did play a factor. Um, and, yeah, maybe if he can focus on himself again, he can get back to what he was doing before. Yeah, I mean, great guy. There's a guy who I think, you know, should be in the studio every week. You and him, as far as, like, great, you know, fighters, well-spoken, know, know what's up, likable, the fans like him, they trust him. You know, you say something, people are going to listen. Rashad, some people are going to listen. Yeah, we don't need that WWE guy in there from last <laughs> week. I'm, I'm sorry, but that guy was ridiculous. Yeah, it's okay. Real quick, this I get stuff like that a lot. Like people are like Karen Bryan, is she up there? And she's not a fighter. And it's like, though the person in that seat, they're not supposed to be a fighter. Like they they represent the people that have never had the experience of being in there before. But if you can, but I think that you could have done a better job as the as the play by play guy than that guy could. I understand he's not a fighter. You could still break. Okay. It yeah, any any Talk fighter can. Some. But like that's. Uh, that's my role. If that guy would have was not there, would have been the Joe role. So give it, give it to you guys. Uh, give role. it to the fighters. There, there should be. I mean, look, you guys aren't getting severance. You know, there's there's no ten years in the UFC. You got a severance package. It's you're done fighting. You're done fighting. Which is not how it's like that in in football or baseball or basketball. You know, OJ Simpson killed two people and they couldn't touch his fucking money. Yeah. You know, so he's in the Hall of Fame for life. So. That I mean, look. That's why I would argue for a union. That that would be probably one of the main reasons so that fighters get taken care of. And it shouldn't even be ten years; it should be five years. You're in the UFC five years. You should be taken care of for life with some kind of a check. That's one fight for Cain Velasquez. Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> I don't care if it's six hundred dollars a month. It's something, something that you should know that you put five years into it. But if, you're, if, if there's not going to be that, you should have those desk jobs. I understand Karen Bryan is Karen Bryan. She's been doing it for 50 years. Fine. But bringing in, like, new people. Bringing in new people is for, who are WWE guys and, yes, ESPN MMA guys. I didn't even know ESPN even had MMA other than Chael's things. Fine. But, th- but this, it's ridiculous. Well, so, he's not doing what? 209. Good. It's, it's Anik, Rogan, and Dominic Cruz. Who's not doing 209? That guy. Grisham. Um, it's just it's, – it's, like it's the only sport where active – Athletes are doing analysis. Um, other other sports, active athletes do. I, I'm sorry, active athletes do analysis, but they do that when their season's over. Yeah, you know, it's it's probably because it's not seasonal. But um, it is it is weird. Like even in boxing, you don't get a lot. You get a few guys like Pauli Malinaji, um, Roy Jones, Roy Jones. Be but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but it's 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 kind of a weird dynamic. Um, but. A lot of the guys that are retired, the fans don't know them, you know? Uh, yeah, but you, you put Don Fry in front of a microphone, I'm going to listen. Every uh, yeah, you that's can't a, put Don Fry in front of a mic microphone. Right I don't there. care. That's so a hot mic. I'm going can't. to listen every this, this is This is the this is Don Fry story. 
This is who Don Fry is for you guys who don't know. Um, he's a former UFC champion, old school, Hall of Famer. Anyway, at the inaugural UFC um, Hall of Fame, uh, I fought on that card, and I had a friend who was who was this huge Don Fry fan. He was just, like, he would do whatever he could to get around Don Fry. So I'm sitting next to Fry, and I'm like, hey, man, my buddy's a huge fan of yours. You mind if I bring him over here You get an autograph? And he's like, yeah, sure, bring him over. So Don's drinking his beers. He's hanging out. The kid comes over, and he's like, I'm like, hey, Don, this is my buddy Brian. He goes, hey, man, I hear you want to suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> That's what he said. And then he grabs him. He grabs him by the crotch, pulls him to him, and it signs his jeans. No, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. And he's like, either my buddy has those jeans in like a frame now. Yeah, that guy. That guy, right? That and guy. does any story I fucking. That know. guy should be constantly talking about fights. When him and Boz were doing play by play for some, uh, I forgot what it was. It was uh, it was one of those shark fights or something, or one of those fights. They would talk about their own fights the entire time. They'd be getting drunk. The, the guy would get it knocked out, and they'd be like, "Oh, that was a good knockout." Like kind of like a time that I knocked out, and it was just, but it was hilarious. And if you're gonna, I don't know, I, I I'd be into it. Don Fry has my vote. Uh, Overeem versus Mark Hunt. This fight, I think Mark Hunt's going to win. I, uh, Colleen, help me. Uh, I don't, I don't know how that's gonna go. I, I would think probably Hunt, but. Uh, you, you could go either way. Eve? I, I would pick Mark Hunt, and I want Mark Hunt to win. And I don't see Overeem trying to shoot takedowns. And I don't see him. I mean, he has the power and the size, but I just don't see him. I mean, Hunt is Hunt. But, no, you know, Overeem has to know that he's chinny, right? I mean, I don't know that he can get knocked out by this dude. He, he's got like a 14-foot a advantage against him. I mean... You don't think maybe he's just going to keep him at bay? It's a three he's going to try to. Three-round yeah. fight. Yeah, he's going to try to, but I mean, it only takes one from Mark Hunt. You know, and, and it only takes one when it's over him. So, yeah. so that, 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 I mean, he's got 15 minutes to land one. CB? Mark Hunt's got a lot of pent-up aggression right now from that the That doesn't always fight. mean anything. I, I'm just, so does my you asked me my opinion, I'm speaking it. Mark Hunt, I think, knocks him out in the first. Quickly. Joe? Well, I think the only way Alistair can win is if he keeps distance with leg kicks, right? Or, or a jab? Yeah, because he's way bigger. He's longer range. But I think Mark Hunt, he's just, like CB said, he has that, that New Zealand demon inside of him that's about to come out in this fight. And Mark Hunt's fought bigger guys. Stefan Struve's taller, you know, Bigfoot's. Yeah, Struve might have the worst fighting him. IQ in the history of fighting, though. I like Struve, but, I mean, you're, you're up, uh, you know, you know, I, I, I'm I just saying you. in terms of like height, Mark Hunt can hit anybody. And like the, the, fight, said, the, the takes fight that more. I want to see, a good fight I want to see on this card that's not getting any people talking about it, but it's going to be a good fight. My man, Rasad Bektik, ATT guy against Darren Elkins. Uh, Bektik is a tough guy, underrated guy. He's been hurt a lot. Nice guy. I think he's from Croatia, I believe. No, and, yeah, yeah. And Darren Elkins. Bosnia. Yeah. And Darren Elkins is a beast, although he has the worst tattoo I have ever seen. Oh, that new one? Yeah. The damage on the chest? He makes that you look like fucking, fucking Kat Van D. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, didn't like, know who the hell you were talking about until you made the tattoo reference, and now I know who you're talking about. It says about. damage yeah, right here, it's and it's super horrible. shitty. He should have said damaged with a D, because that was his fucking... It, he has damage on his chest. But it looks like somebody carved it. Yeah. Like, it, it's supposed to look like a carved wound. It's rough. Now, why would anyone do that? I'm asking people, a guy people, who has six tattoos of Conor McGregor. People, go make, on. people make a lot of dis- 
I'll say it. People make a lot of bad decisions when it comes to tattoos. I mean, it happens all the time. I see people come in constantly and they're like, I want this. And my guy will do them. And at the end of it, he'll go, that shit was, I didn't want to do that, but it's fucking money. Like, it's a shitty tattoo. I don't know why you decide on it, but to get the way it's done, when I first saw it, I was like, what are they getting at? Because there was a video of him actually getting it done, and I was seeing the line work and the shading and whatever. It's just, it's a very, very strange tattoo, but you can never really determine what's going through people's minds when they decide. I know, I know a girl that on her ass, this girl after my show, because I used to do a show about tattoos and you know the tramp stamps, I did, I did a joke about it. And this girl was like, check out my tattoo. And this is like a short, fat girl. Um, not the best looking girl I've ever seen. But on her, on her ass, it had the words deeper. Like, so when guys are fucking her, they want it deeper. Like, that, that, was, that was why. She had deeper. Yeah, I think that's... I don't think that needs to get explained. Yeah, so she had deeper on her ass. That's... Uh, yeah, that's that's basic. You're trying to find the tattoo. Yeah. By the I way, uh, that's a horrible. That's a horrible <laughs> person. <laughs> we were talking about. By the way, Angela Hill called out jo- Joanne Calderwood. She wants to fight bad. Oh, yeah, Georgia. I saw that. That's a good fight. Yeah, I think that's an exciting fight. Yeah. That. Yeah. Here, this is it. Both fun Eve. strikers. This is the damage on, on his chest. That's horrible. Yeah. Like right. It's, that's horrible. It's rough. Yeah. 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 Uh, by the way, Eve, we're going for another five minutes. Okay, so now uh, he texted me how long are we going. So uh, I like it. That's awesome. Uh, also on this card, uh, Bobby Joe Cooper, uh, right? That's her name? You mean Amanda Bobby uh, Amanda Cooper? Cooper, yeah. She's fighting Ca- Cavio. <laughs> who, 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 She's who, fighting who? I don't know. It, it like just got announced. Uh, who? who the, I hate when they they show all all, all black because you don't know who this person is. But she's fighting a girl named. Well, that was racist. Calvillo. Cal, Calvillo. Do you know I'm her? Looking for it now. Yeah, Amanda Bobby Cooper. She's pretty good, Amanda Bobby Cooper, right? Yeah, yeah, she is. She's still pretty like young in the game, but yeah, she's pretty good. What, she has what, potential. What about, so, what so about the, Groovy? Now, what's the card you told me that you wanted to get on? By the way, a Bellator card. Oh, the um. The one at the end of March, the King Mo and um, Rampage in Chicago. Yeah, I don't know. If that, I don't know if I'll get on it, but why not? You should. Well, I, I agree, but it's not up to me. I don't. I don't get to play matchmaker <laughs> and fight. So what that? do you mean? You're not on television, <laughs> <laughs> and you're not on this card. We're I not mean, sponsoring you anymore. Wait. So how did that go, though? So you are. Do you do you <clears throat> do you text Rich Chow? My uh, my manager does. He tells it, them that she wants to fight. They had said April or May originally, so I had him ask about the one at the end of March. But I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard anything. Is Josh your manager? No. Oh. No. That would be good. If Josh is your manager, no, hey, hey, put her, hey, put her on the card or else. You know. So now, how, now, who, uh, now who, who does Josh want to fight next? Does he care? Uh, I don't know if he wants to fight anyone in particular. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Got it. He's doing some pro wrestling stuff. He wrestled for TNA. He's got him. They're about to do a match with him and Bobby Lashley. No way. Mm-hmm. Another one. Yeah. Bobby Lashley, man. Like when you look at that guy, you're like, this is the greatest fighter of all time. This dude is going to murder everybody. <laughs> and he's a good fighter. I'm not putting him down. He just doesn't fight the way he looks. He is. Yeah. I mean, for the look he has and he's and what he can do, he's an athlete, but he just is not a fighter. He's not like, I want to kill somebody. He's too nice. But you, know? you, you train with him, right? I've trained. Yeah, I've been in the gym with him. I've moved, not moved around, but I've worked with him a little bit. Like I mean, how drilled. is he practice? Is he, the- he, he He's a driller. He works, and he, he does what he needs to do in the gym. But he just doesn't have that want to fuck somebody up. You know? How do you teach that? Can you teach it? 
some people just uh, don't have that. Yeah, like he's just too nice of a guy. That. You know, he could do the pro wrestling thing all day because there's no intent. You know, but the real intention of wanting to destroy somebody, he wants to win. He doesn't want to fucking murder you. Yeah, exactly. What do, What do you want to do? You want to murder people? No, but she could turn that on. Yeah. Yeah. Like right now, no, of course not. Why would I want to do anyone? But I can. I can get in that headspace in a fight. Yeah. Hmm. It's like when um, there are times I'm sure there are times in a fight when uh, you get frustrated because of the position you're in. Not not so much so that it gets you out of your game. It's just like this is bullshit. I should not be in this position. I'm going to do something about it, and then you want to do it. I think a guy like Bobby is like, oh man, this sucks. Okay, I had to feed. And he's, it's not. It's never like anger. But focused and driven. It's it's like yeah. I just got to figure it out. Okay. You got you got to you got to have like drilling a, drilling mode yeah. versus like, exactly. Okay, now it's time to fight, and we're gonna fucking do this. Yep. and we're gonna make this happen. And I think there's some guys like that. That's the thing about even like coaching wrestling. It's like heart is the hardest thing to teach. Yeah, and 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 killer instinct. You know, um, I, I I remember one of the parents. I I, I knew uh, this kid was like the most probably one of the most annoying kids I ever coached. Like, and I you know you try not to judge kids, but just. Such a baby, always complaining and crying, and you know, asking questions that were never relevant. It just, but you know, I I liked him, but the the mom was a pain in the ass too. But the mo- the the parents would pay the kid when he won. But, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, they like he would get fifty dollars every time he won a wrestling match, and I'm just like, that's just bad. What the fuck, are you trying to teach your kid? Yeah, it's just bad parenting 101. I think. We'll pay you to murder people. Uh, right? I mean, that's just You're like. a hitman now. I mean, that's not. I mean, you should want to win because of pride, yeah. because of, you know, character, because of spirit, not because your parents are paying you. At the same time, you know, <laughs> the pros are getting. They probably looked at it well. Yeah, you're an adult. You're a professional athlete. It's that's how you feed your family. It's, yeah, it's not how you. you it's your job. And, like when you're when you're doing sports as a kid, it's not your job. You're you're learning life skills from it. You're learning like how to interact with people, how to how to solve problems. Discipline. Yeah, exactly. It's not. Yeah. That, that's not the time to be being paid. <laughs> For your success, success in athleticism. You, you were a black belt in Taekwondo, right? Or you are? Mm-hmm. How many boards could you break? Um, all of them? Yes. Yeah, all, all the boards. But did they have like five or six or something? Or yeah, what? I think five is probably the most I've ever done. I've done brick breaking, all that junk. Really? You, can, you break yeah. a brick? Wow. I, mean, I didn't get paid for it though, so maybe I'm not as cool as that kid. <laughs> you ever see that like thing where the guy got exposed? Where like the guy goes on a morning show to like break bricks, and then like the morning show host accidentally breaks it himself. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that was like one of the funniest things, man. Was, yeah, they, they really like. But uh, yeah, ta- I was terrible. Ta- my parents signed up Taekwondo, and I was in third grade. And every three months, you got a belt. It was like the biggest bullshit. Like, and I was terrible. And like my little brother could like break a board, and I couldn't. I was like, cry- he was like five. Uh, I was crying. It was awful. But I, I like still got the belt. Did you take karate as a kid? I did kung fu. Kung fu. Yeah. Nice. And yeah, I broke boards and all that silly stuff too. Yeah. Nice. Did you ever, now what the kung fu stance is like? Like this, right? With the the. Is it like I'm sure. Up? I'm sure there's one like that. Wasn't there like that? There's a bunch of them. I used to watch Kung Fu: The Legend Continues with that guy, and he, I used to have the video don't, game. Kung don't Fu. tell him it's not completely accurate. What, for the yeah. Nintendo, yeah. where you just walk and kick people. Yeah, they remember that Kung Fu video yeah, game. Yeah, it was I had? a side yeah. scroller. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was that how it was? Did you have to wear like a robe? Like a, like I a did have to wear the thing, and um, but my style. There's different styles of Kung Fu, and I did praying mantis Kung Fu, so it was kind of silly. What, what was oh, like that? Yeah, it was a, it was a wushu style. But it was, did it work? Does it work in a fight? No, 
Never but was. it did teach me flexibility. It's not and a combat style. Yeah, it's only not. against Josh Thompson. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like, did you ever get in your kung fu stance and like a real fight just as a, just fuck with your opponent? <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't that kid. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Well, now, what belt? You were a black belt in kung fu? No, I stopped doing that. I was, I was like, I mean, that was when I moved to America. I started doing that at 15. I stopped doing that after I saw, not right after I saw the first UFC, but. Probably by by UFC three, I went back to the Bahamas, and um, I ran into a gym where they were where they were. They, my 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 but my buddy's little brother was like, "Where?" I'm like, "Where are you going?" He's like, "I'm going to my ninjutsu class." I'm like, "Like ninjutsu? There's no ninjas in the Bahamas." And um, he's like, "Yeah, no, we do. There's grappling and stuff like what you see on the UFC." I'm like, "What? Let's go." I went, and um, I was I just turned eighteen, and this um, or maybe I was still seventeen, but this fucking fourteen year old kid choked me. And I was like, I'm doing this. So let's do this. <laughs> That's awesome. That's cool. Ninjutsu. Yeah. Is it, is it, now, is that, can people still take that? Ninjutsu or no? I'm sure somewhere people do. Yeah. But I don't know of any of the places. There's probably places here in L.A. I mean, because they use it for film and whatnot, you know? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Ever see that one thing where the guy was doing this like strange thing in like Japan or something where he was like not even touching people and they were falling over. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> the cheese stuff. Yeah, yeah and then the Fabrizio Verdun did it in his gym. No, but then he went to like a real thing and he got Queen, the shit beaten out of yeah. him. Quan, yeah. I don't remember. It's Verdun made name. a joke video about that where oh, he just kind of like went like that and like guys were falling over and they were like, oh, he's going to use it against Kane. Oh, yeah, it's funny. But how do his students not know that this is bullshit? Like, why are they f- flying around? Like, are they all in on it? They, yeah. Yeah, they drink yeah. the cooler. Or sometimes, if you believe enough in something, you'll you just go along with it. Like a lot of people fucking speak in tongues in church and right? shit like that. Like if you're if you're that invested in it and believe that fully in it, you'll go along with what the person who's directing that energy. I broke up with the shit because of that. I broke up this girl. Speaks in tongues. Yeah, I swear it. That was this girl that was on Survivor. Uh, and, and after sex, she was like, that starts, and I'm like, yeah, it's over. After sex? Yeah, she was like, start, had this like made up language, and, she, and it was so annoying. She was possessed. And actually. I was like, this is, I'm like, it's not, it's not going to work out. Uh, yeah, you should have broke up with her the first time. Yeah. yeah. You know what she did? This, this girl, her name was Jenna. She, she put on this like. Jenna from Survivor. Okay, she, yeah. she, Jenna Jameson. She put on this thing like, uh, this like sex toy. It was like a vibrating condom. A strap right? on? No, like, no, not a strap on. Was like a vibrating rings. Yeah, like a ring, and it's like a condom, and it vibrates in her in her vagina, and it's like attached to like a leash or something, and like it vibrates in a girl, you know. So I'm like, oh, this will be fun. So we use it. It's cool. But then I realized like that didn't come out of a box. But like, <laughs> like, like she used that with some other dude, and I, I never felt gayer in my in my life except for. Right now, I'm telling the story, but it, it was it was it was a, an awful experience. Anyway, that's our podcast. Uh, what do you, what do you, Let's close on that. Colleen, what do you have coming up? Uh, um, I'm gonna go clean all my sex toys. Do you have sex toys, really, with Josh? Doesn't everyone have sex toys? Oh, well, tell us. I am a sex toy. <laughs> well, the podcast's not over now. Yeah, yeah. Which no, ones uh, you what have? I have coming up, I don't know. Oh. I'll be fighting for Bellator again soon, so stay tuned. I don't all know right. when. Nice. Are you good? All right. Are you going to be sponsored by, sec- by Adam and Eve? Or, or, uh... Is that a sex toy company? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'll get the ple- I'm going to get the pleasure chest to sponsor me. Oh, be nice. local. There you go. I'll see the. Uh, Colleen will be at the pleasure chest next week. And, and yeah. you, uh, what do you have coming up? I got Wean Dog Radio, my podcast, Wean Dog TV on YouTube. You can follow me on Twitter at The Wean Dog. <laughs> I feel so stupid saying that. On March 30th, we have a Flappers comedy show. My birthday. Nice. It's going to be fun. You're going to be 21? Yes. Nice. All right. Eve, what do you got coming up? Uh, Even Steven is coming out on iTunes. Well, SoundCloud today. I think it takes a day for iTunes to upload it. Um, 
I am doing. There's a Facebook Live thing for the UFC 209. So if you're on fight, if you're watching the fights and you want to get on Facebook Live, the UFC's Facebook Live page, Robin Black, John Dodson, and I are going to be commentating the fights in that arena. And then I'm back at the desk on March 10th for the fight night, March 11th and March 10th for the weigh-ins and the fight night. So tune in on FS1. Nice. Now, if somebody wanted to hire you as to be their, their trainer, how would they do that? They can reach out to me on social media or <clears throat> um, yeah, yeah, reach out to me on social media. I wouldn't say email me because I don't want to. Colleen, you too, emails. right? Can you, can you teach me ninjutsu? I can. Really? I can teach you how to disappear. That would, that would, that would be amazing. All right. Uh, and CB, what do you got? Nothing. Nothing. All right. <laughs> you can find CB in the hospital. All right. So um, February uh, tonight, I'm at the Long Beach Laugh Factory. Uh, tomorrow night, Mandalay Bay in uh, Vegas, 9 o'clock, and 12.30 at the Dirty at 12.30 in the South Point Casino. Saturday night, Pasadena Ice House. Uh, Irvine Improv next Tuesday, the 28th. Dime Bar every Monday and Tuesday. Uh, January, no, March 1st at the uh, Stratosphere in Las Vegas. Uh, me and Dean Thomas uh, will be doing stand up comedy. Dean's very funny. Uh, and then MMA Awards. Are you going to the MMA Awards next, uh, next Wednesday? Thursday. No. Next Thursday? No. Do you want to go? No. All right, thanks. All right, so. <laughs> Thank, thank you. Uh, March 9th, Long Beach Laugh Factory. The 11th, the Pico, the Iguana Lounge, Pico Rivera. I'm in Calgary at the Comedy Cave, March 14th to the uh, 19th. Thank you very much. Thank you, Randa. Uh, thank you, Eve. You're thank all... you, Uriah Hall. Thank you, Joe the Kid. Thank you, Colleen, for coming in. I know you're very busy uh, with, with your things that you do uh thank you eve as well you're welcome and, uh, man. thank you i hope you all have a great week uh take care queen dog bye